because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode, uh, episode in a really, really long time. We have a bonfire episode for everyone. Our last one was back in July, for the 4th of July where we shat on America, and I'm not ashamed to buy it today. I am joined by some special guests. First, we have, from the Box Office Beatdown show, we have Larry. Larry, how are you? Meh. That's it. <laughs> That's Meh. it. Meh. I just literally seconds ago watched Tom Brady make another damn Super Bowl. So. Yeah. I mean, give him his props, I guess, but whatever. I'm over it. Listen, I'm not mad. Okay, he does his thing. All right, anyway, uh, we have next from Cinemania Live, we have Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hey. And we have Tyler. Tyler, hello. Hello. I, I'm in the same boat a little bit with Larry and the fact I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of Tom Brady, but I'm, I'm, I'm a, even besides that, I'm in like an okay mood today. I'm decent mood. I'm all right. I'm just, I'll just be chilling. And we Am have I Amanda. Think I'm in like a good mood. Yes, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Isn't that always what happens. Why? Why are we doing a bonfire if everyone's mad? <laughs> hey, I didn't say I'm not mad. I just said I'm. Eh, I'm all right. Um, Amanda, hello. You're here too. How you doing? Hey, I'm chilling. <clears throat> it's your first bonfire. Welcome, um, everyone. The show. There's no notes. There is no news. This we just talk. And talk and talk and talk. So I'm gonna get started and say that the Godzilla versus Kong trailer was amazing. Hype, yeah, hype it. overload. It's so good. Although it's bullshit because what the fuck? Can 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 no. Godzilla get some weapons here? No, no he don't need weapons. He, he, is, a whole he ass is the tail, weapon. Like, <laughs> That's a whole ass tail. He has a whole That's ass tail it. with spikes. He is. Atomic breath. He is and the weapon. Breath. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Listen, they always make Godzilla the villain in all Godzilla movies. They try to be making him the villain all the time. So the I am not phased. Amanda, can you? They show always me? come around. <laughs> I'm just glad that that spike is like an ancient weapon, and he did not rip one of Godzilla's spikes out of his back. Oh, disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'd have been mad. <laughs> so that trailer at least showed me that, that he just got that ancient weapon from somewhere on his island or something. It, so it would have been cooler though if it was a Godzilla mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah, I'd have been maybe. I'd have been walking out the theater. Even though I'm like, even though I'm pro Godzilla, I think it would have been cool if he just ripped it out his back and started using it. They just <laughs> op. Cool. They oh, they just op and Kong too much. They have like, to. What the hell, this is too much, y'all. You got. I know you have to tip the scale because if they were real, it would be done for. But we got to tip it this hard though. Listen, all I'm saying is that is he really OP'd? Because why is he always getting captured by humans? You know what I'm saying? All the time, he's like he's he's in some shackles. He's and too, he's, he's too friendly to them. He, it's he, like, come on now, didn't y'all see that? Why? And also, oh my god, listen, why the hell are humans so goddamn stupid? Because I mean, why well, do they continue to 2020? shoot? 
Godzilla with bombs <laughs> and with bullets and all of this. We already saw in the I'm like, y'all, we've been through this how many times? It doesn't work. <laughs> it's the staple of a franchise, Larry. You know this. <laughs> but then I'm like, really? These humans legit just justified using a small child to lure Kong and catch him and hold him prisoner. I cannot. <laughs> I feel like Millie Bobby Brown has like a scene and that's it. You know what I'm saying? No, she she's Team Godzilla, so we all about Millie. I'm like, yes, Her Millie, and, got uh, them. The kid from Deadpool too. They're like a whole little squad now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does does anyone else think they're cute? <laughs> Godzilla and Kong yeah. is cute. I think Kong's adorable. I think Kong's adorable. Kong's adorable. <laughs> I want to pet him. I want to hug him. I, just, I want what? I want to squish mellow both of them. <laughs> what? If for, they don't do I it, do. it's a missed opportunity, Hannah. It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Honestly, I would buy them. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Hannah, did you at least watch the trailer? No, I. Haven't. <laughs> it's trash. I, just, I don't know. Like, Listen, I don't know why Hannah just boycotted Godzilla versus Kong. I have no idea why. It's, no, it's not <laughs> boycotting. It's just I just I don't care. Like I I love Godzilla, the 2014 movie, right? Oof. And then Kong Skull Island was okay. It was fine. And then Godzilla King of the Monsters is boring. So it's like, why should I be invested when like I've liked like actually like fully liked one of the movies? This is a hate crime, I think. I mean, that's yeah. fair. I kind of agree with her there. Fair. Thank that you. Godzilla movie is. <laughs> that Godzilla movie. I'm a fan of Adam Wingard, though, so I that might be the reason why I watch it. <laughs> because right. I'm Hannah, a you fan gotta of him. Hannah, you gotta watch it. You're not boycotting this thing. Hannah, man. what are you doing with? Life? I'm not boycotting <laughs> it. <laughs> I just haven't no, loved no. the like all the movies, so I'm not like fully invested. So that's why I'm like watching the trailer. I'm like, why do I care? Like all the human characters, I literally could give two shits about and Godzilla versus Kong right I'm sure the fight will be cool but like how yeah. much of the movie is actually going to be the fight like Listen, how much bullshit gotta, are we going to have to sit through before we get in the fight you don't no. have to worry about all that you King know of saying? the Monsters okay so people didn't like it or whatever but there I mean it was a fight pretty much the whole film so I think <laughs> This is going to be similar. I don't think they're going to pull what they pulled with Godzilla 14. I think it's going to be like fighting a lot. Well, they showed so many locations in the trailer where they're going to be fighting. Yeah. And Mecha Godzilla, yeah. they pretty much showed him right at the beginning of the trailer. Which yeah. was dumb. Very I said, small. what's going on here? Yeah. Also, oh. that trailer song is horrific. I don't know why they did that. They should have <laughs> yeah. done like a score. Because yeah, the, the, the King of the Monsters fun. trailer what is, is like. These trailers just choosing like the worst songs ever. I don't know. Because the King of the Monsters trailer is really good. I don't know if you go back to that one with that, that the score King of they're doing. Trailer- awesome like every yeah, time i saw cool. that in the movie theater i was like oh my god this movie's gonna slap and then the movie Especially just in imax <laughs> like it was like it used to rumble my seat every time that trailer came on like but then this one they're doing some hip-hop like boxing yeah. music like, What's the, the prize <laughs> it reminded, me, it oh, reminded me of the first uh sonic trailer oh god yeah that was so random Wait, what? Oh. Talking about reminded you. I thought you haven't watched it. What the hell are you talking about, Hannah? No, I saw I saw a little clip on Twitter. Of someone uh, oh, said the music choice was awful, so they wait, put wait, out a little clip. What the person say? That the music choice was awful. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I, I think I did. I did see that that tweet, and I so was then like, they right. clipped like the little bit of the trailer. I haven't watched the trailer in full, but I watched that you little should. part. You should watch the trailer. You know what I'm saying? Just check it out. Got to check out the fights at least. Oh my god. Colors. 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like actively um, trying to like avoid watching the trailer or anything. I just haven't. No, sorry. I, <laughs> uh, full transparency. I have this Kansas City Bills game on my TV, so that's what I just reacted to. So sorry. do I. He dropped it though. It's okay. Oh, thank God. Well, I still have 25. I still have the the Buccaneers stuff on. I am Shit. playing, y'all. Like I said, I for for two weeks I am officially part of Bill's Mafia. <laughs> They're pretty fun. I've I've, I'm frankly, I've tailgated with them before. They're really fun. Uh, Hannah, come on, come on down to Denver. We'll officially be part of Bill's. I'm I want to mm. choke slam you through a table. <laughs> oh God! I don't know what any we'll of this jump means. off the plane. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with, with I'm gonna be, I think I'm gonna side with Hannah on this one. Listen, I could give a shit about football. I I have no idea who's who. I oh, just okay. learned. I just learned today who the teams were, whose what? teams were playing. Yeah, I'm basketball, what? wrestling, and like movies. That's it. I don't know. Even even Manda's Canadian old ass is out here tweeting about the NFL today. Yeah. It's just because I only tweet about the Super Bowl, so I pretend to be invested. <laughs> and then I ask my dad every five minutes, Dad, what do they do now in the Super Bowl? What does this mean? <laughs> every single time, I'm like, I have no idea what the hell's going on. Is the weekend still performing? That's all I know yeah, about. Yeah, he is. That's all I care about. I can't show. wait for. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait for that halftime show. Apparently, he's gonna drop an album. Oh, he should. Man, more, he's more sad. The weekend, music. man. This this Grammy, these Grammy nominations, man. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. Oh, get me started. Oh, I am God. glad that I am glad that they nominated Yummy. So amazing. No. Oh, Come on. Goodbye. Um, I'm Canadian, <laughs> and I'm disowning you. What the hell? <laughs> yummy. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Wait. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we always try to clown Hannah, but low key, Dwayne has the worst taste taste in music. It's what? true. It's true. It's true. Me? It's yummy. Do you not? I need to listen to the shows, Larry. But Hannah's music choice is <laughs> listen, horrific. Listen, no, 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 no. They can't. Like you guys can't even clown me for Little Mix uh, anymore because Larry liked confetti. So and Tyler, so they can't even do that anymore. You're on here uh, talking about fucking Yummy by Justin Bieber. Yes, think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. I, listen, honestly, honestly. If you threw Harry Styles' name on that song, you probably would have liked no. it. Okay? No, definitely not. That's definitely not. Harry Styles would never make that song. Right? <laughs> I would love to know Harry what Harry Styles like is women too much. Listen, man. All Listen, I'm saying. And then, though, okay, he followed up Yummy by telling us he legit be rocking to Savage Love. Like, it's too much. It's Wait, no. Too much. Harry Styles did make Yummy, just a better version of Yummy oh, with yeah. watermelon sugar. Thank you very much. Uh, this is true. Yeah. Wait, how does that? Wow. They're both is about it... like oh food. Like, okay, like <laughs> food metaphors for like sex. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Do they sound the same or something? No, it's Not just really. food metaphors for sex. Just in you, I think I'm hating on Justin Bieber a little bit too much, man. Uh, Justin no. Bieber is literally like my personal hell. Like everything that he does is like my personal okay. hell. Yeah. You wasn't a you wasn't a Bieber fan when you were young, Hannah. I know you was. No, I was. I was, what? and okay, I still I rock to those old albums. Things but now I'm like, I just can't. I physically and mentally cannot. Mentally, cannot. he has a couple of good songs in the middle. Like one of his albums, he had a couple bops, and then it just went way worse. Like Yummy, that whole album is the worst that Justin Bieber has ever. Justin done Bieber is not an R and B artist. The, the man does not have a voice for R and B song or album or anything R and B or rap, whatever the fuck. 
You are made for pop music, sir. Little mix, and, uh, little mix, and Justin Bieber collab maybe Ugh. in the future. Oh, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> slander, straight up slander for my boy. What did he do to him? Bring everybody together: Dwayne and Hannah. They get a little mix and Justin Bieber. God, no. we've already done a little mix MGK. They would outperform. They would outperform and outsing him in every like possible way. Like they it's did so Jason Derulo. Yeah. Oh my God. Me and Larry <laughs> laughed about this clip of. I, <laughs> I saw that too. Singing with Jason Derulo for like an hour. <laughs> Hollering. I could not. Oh I could not God. believe he legit took his ass up on that stage <laughs> two times and got buried like that. I mean, it was bad. Oh my, it's so funny, too. It's the clip of Perry uh, singing with him and then just tilting her head after she eats him up. That sends me. I can't. It's horrible. It really is. It's very embarrassing, it's honestly. It's really embarrassing. Oh my god. Oh, it's not bad. What, what are you guys' favorite albums from 2020? Mm. I don't, I don't, hours. I don't well, oh, I mean that's good. Wait, what is I, it? I said after hours. Mm, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Is that 2020? Um, yeah. Yep. Isn't it? Oh, oh, yeah, I don't March. know. I, I sorry. I thought it, it was so long ago. It, it was before <laughs> we all like went into lockdown. Was the oh, album what was 2020 and what was 2019? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go I, with like, the choice uh, that you guys probably think I won't go. I I won't go yeah. with. You um, all time low. No, no, no. Oh. I actually, I Ultimate Low is my second favorite album of the year. Confetti is actually not my favorite album of the year. Uh, Post Human Survival Horror by Bring Me the Horizon is my favorite album. That was a good one too. My who? Bring Me the Horizon. Um, that would be one of the ones I would probably like the most. That. Listen, I like After Hours. That's a good choice. I think Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia is pretty another good. One for me too. Um, I'm blanking on who else. Positions was a mess. I don't know what happened. Yeah, right? What happened? Make the, Stallions, yeah. Make the Stallions album was also a mess. It's the same old song. Like oof, it's yeah. rough out here. I was favorite. Like, I was like, Meg, you you talking too loud, man. My ears is all hurt. <laughs> it was the group chat, the other group chat, like Hannah and Larry. I was like, yo, I need to go to bed before I listen to this shit because this shit is going too hard. It's like one time. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what else. So I've been, yeah. When the yeah. hell did she release that as a single, though? I'm like, oh my god. It was popular. It, it, yeah. It's a popular song, and but I mean, I didn't like. I mean, how can you like Savage Love though, and then try to clown body? Savage Love, I only like the little, the little, the little like TikTok part. Everything else is horrible. <laughs> like he's not good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I only like, you can't, you can't tell me you don't, you don't, you don't swiggle your hips a little bit when you hear that little, that little TikTok. <laughs> I know you do, Larry. Why are you lying? Oh, I'm sure you I, do. I plug my ears. It's like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a literally, it's a grading sound. Like it just oh god, it just gives me a headache. And then Jason Derulo with his little falsetto over the top. I'm like, oh you want to know why? It's because uh, I only learned the so learned of the song on Instagram, and I was like, what song is this? It's like it's it's everywhere. It's, I hear it everywhere. And then I went to YouTube and to, to hear the actual the actual song. I'm like, dude, this is rough. Like he can't. This ain't good. His singing parts are not good. But then when he shuts the hell up, I like it. You know what I'm saying? But Yummy is still the worst song of 2020. Period. I'm surprised. Like, hands uh, down. There is, even yeah. over Savage Love, there's not a competition. It's, Yummy is the worst. I'm surprised, Larry, you didn't say one of your favorite albums was uh, Sam Hunt's album. Oh, I didn't say any of them. I love Sam Hunt. I don't care. Haters can hate. He's fine. Um, <laughs> I, like, I like Sam Hunt. I think Sam Hunt's good. 
I know, but country and music snobs hate him. Um, For some reason. (laughs) It's because it's like like more pop. It's like more pop. I don't know who else even. I I didn't listen to a lot of like full albums. See, Hannah, you should be happy because Little Mix's album is one of the only like start to finish (laughs) albums I listened to in 2020. And he liked it. I like like Luke Combs' album too. I didn't get through Ariana's. Like, I listened to some of it and I was like, I am bored AF. I got to turn this off. I'm sorry, Ari, but this is too much. I didn't even get through Chromatica. I bought Chromatica and then I was like, "Mm." yeah, couldn't get into that one either. Yeah, I couldn't get into that one. Like, I like a couple of the songs on Chromatica, but then it's meh. meh. Yeah, um, I don't know. There weren't a lot of, like, good albums. I, I don't know. Pandemic music was really weird. Like, it, it was, was all over the it was just really, it feels like, a, it felt like a lot of artists were phoning it in. And yeah. I think that just has to do with them not having, I don't know, like, friends around. But some of these artists do be acting up as far as the pandemic goes. So. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I don't know, but, like, there's only like a select few albums that were good. I know Fine Line was 2019. That's, at least that's what that's what Google was telling me. It's being but, um, counted as a yeah. 2020 release, though. So. Yeah, because it came out December 13th, 2019. So I I I'll count that one because that's like that's probably the album that I listened to the most was Fine Line. Everything else is like everything else was good. I think After Hours again, um, Dua Lipa's album. Um, everybody else was kind of it was kind of. I don't really listen to too much of the newer music these days. I mean, I keep I heard I was forced to hear that driver's license song eventually. Oh driver's license slaps though. It was yeah, it was fine. But the drama surrounding it, I don't understand. I don't pet me up at night. Think I don't understand it. And the right are so wrong. I just I can't even begin to believe that people think that Sabrina Carpenter is you, not. You know she turned off the comments on her YouTube. Dude, it's, I'm just like you're 21 years old and you're <laughs> you're base you basically wrote a whole song to a 17 year old being like I'm fucking your like ex boyfriend. Like what? How, how do people not see that and be like you're too you're too old for this? And the song doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. I was and reading up on it like late at night and I'm like I went to bed at like two o'clock in the morning because I was just reading. And was, I just don't understand why I'm so invested in this. I don't know. I was just, I was just looking at like why, like who is this boy that they're fighting over? And I was like, who is? Who this is he? Do I know him? It's is Joshua he? Bassett, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. he was yeah. in, he was uh, he was uh, Olivia's love interest in um in the High School Musical show. Yeah, I literally Joshua know who Bassett. none of these people are. Like he's such a he's a cutie. I knew this guy. Of these what? people. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's why I was like, like. I literally, because Disney Plus screwed me over and said that we were going to get new content and we didn't with the subscription, and I was forced to watch High School Musical, Musical the series, whatever this the hell is the guy. Yeah. Looks like, looks like Linguini. <laughs> bootleg Tom Holland. This dude. <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> you say that, Larry's going to go look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Go, uh, yeah, this is the guy Here, that we're fighting Larry, over. I'll send Come a picture on. in the group chat for you. Joshua Bassett. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never watched the High School Musical show on Disney+. Plus. Dwayne like tried to. I tried. I got, I couldn't do it. It's too much. It was just... It's so it's, cute. It's too much. The title's too much. High School Musical, and what is it? The the, the, the musical, the music. I don't fucking know. The musical, the series. It's like so dumb. It's ridiculous. Like, you couldn't have come up with anything else. Apparently not. Joshua Bassett supports Sabrina Carpenter's new single about Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, okay. Listen, he did, he did the both of their songs, and I'm like, that's so sad. 
Listen, all all like, good for this guy. He's, he's vibing, I guess. He's like, yeah, they're attention. both out of his. They're both out of his league. So good for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> living the dream. Good for him. Got two beautiful women. Two over two songs music. in the top 100 or whatever. I, I know Driver's yeah. License is number one still. I don't know where Sabrina's. Yeah, skin is, is absolute. Skin was absolutely terrible. I, I it was so boring. Was, skin was very boring. I, I was like, dude, dude, what is this? It put I me right to sleep. I don't really listen to her music anyway. Uh, the only song that I I listened to from her out of from last year was her song from that movie that she did. Oh, the dancing one or whatever. Yeah, work it, work it. Work I it. I really just do not like her voice, Raina Carpenter. Really... Oh what? my god, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching this game still, Larry? Yeah, Josh <laughs> Allen literally just ran like twenty yards backward and got sacked. I'm well, like. I'm stunned. I mean, he did just have a great run forward, but I'm like, what the hell are you doing, bro? Speaking of football, I thought there were too many people at that game with the Buccaneers. I was like, this is a lot of people. There's a lot at this fucking Kansas City, too, because Kansas City don't give a damn about nothing. They're going to let 22,000 people in for the Super Bowl. Florida. Yeah, I know Florida's acting up. I know we need Rex, to chop them off. Um, it's time. It's time to send them into the ocean because <laughs> like that I'm Bugs sorry. Bunny, like that Bugs yes. Bunny cartoon where he saws yes. off Florida from the rest time of the U.S. Time to saw them off, please. So, are you guys? Are you? Are is everyone? Do you guys know when you guys are getting the uh, vaccine? Are you guys getting the vaccine? I don't. Know when. I, don't know. I don't know when though. I know Tyler. No, not Tyler. I think I was talking to Alex and him and I. He was like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, ah, my mom got hers yesterday. So she's waiting to get her another her another shot, I think, in two weeks. that You have to get, like, two shots. Yeah, it's one, yeah, and yeah. then no, two weeks later, the other one. Yeah, my yeah. grandma has to get hers in four weeks from today. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a month. A whole, wait, I know it's going out into the general public in April, but depending on what you do and, like, how old you are, you can get it in, like, either March or late February. I haven't so, looked into it personally. I'm not now. against. I'm not, I'm not against getting it. I just. Oh my! What does this Chiefs player do? He just dropped the ball. Trash. Trash. I know you're watching, Larry. This. Thank God. I don't know. I, I'm indifferent. Just gotta wait up. Wait, wait a damn minute. Sorry. <laughs> See what I mean? Like, what is this play? What in the world? <laughs> this game is wild, y'all. We are in the first. It's wild. If you're not tuning in to KC, nobody is watching. That mess. Live commentary. Live yes. com- I mean, it delayed commentary. Hannah, we don't hear this, but uh... <laughs> not watching. I'm not watching. I think I have Bob's burgers. I have Bob's burgers on right now. Nobody's watching. No, Bob's. I saw they. I, I saw they took the Bob's Burgers movie off the release schedule. Yeah, yeah. they did entirely. The they were just like, eh, it's somewhere. Who was making it? Was it Sony? Uh, I don't know, actually. I think it was it 20th think Century? D- Disney, so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's technically Disney. Disney. Yeah. Disney. I don't know. It's trash. Uh, Are we all convinced, though, after that trailer that if you can, we need to be heading on out to the IMAX and not watching on our phones, please? <laughs> I'm going to say for Godzilla. Yeah. Listen, Alex and I are gonna run to theater. I can't. I can't watch this at home. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this in a. Th- I'm gonna put this on the big screen. I'm so. gonna watch it in the theater at least once. Yes. I yeah, to. I um, I have to. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, people were acting a fool last year. If my theaters closed back down, I might have to be driving. Well, I meant to ask because... you about that because I know that your theaters. I guess they were still closed, right? No, they they just opened oh, like okay. last week. <laughs> They're back open again. Hannah, Hannah, is your theater still closed? That one that you work at? Uh, no, it's open now. Oh, oh yeah. 
Oh, wow. What about you, Amanda? How's it going up there? <laughs> it's up completely closed. Oh, it is closed. Wow. We're on like full lockdown right now and curfew. So honestly, good for you. And they don't the have HBO Max, is. so I guess they got to figure something out in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> stupid <laughs> crave. Sorry. Wait, you guys don't have HBO Max? No, only the U.S. We're only. Yeah, on me about why. Colby gets on me about why I think Warner Brothers is a disaster. What do you yeah. mean? Well, it, is- we have nothing, literally. And like they said that they were going to cut a deal with, with Crave and they were going to do like this rollout plan or whatever. And then when Wonder Woman came out, people still had to purchase it on iTunes. So I'm like, okay. Oh. Like, thanks, guys. I was about to ask, how'd you watch Wonder Woman? You had to do it on iTunes? Yeah, that's exciting. It's brutal. Is that the deal they have like worldwide or just for Canada? I don't know. I think it's I think it's worldwide because it was on iTunes. If you didn't have HBO Max, right? I don't know. I don't know know because I thought I just thought HBO Max. I feel like if you do a deal like this, you should make sure you're like everywhere. No, they're not. That's what I was talking about. Is piracy was just. I mean, the way this rollout again, HBO Max's rollout was so terrible, and it continues to not be good. I mean, here we are. How much later, and they still are in one country in the whole world. (laughs) Like, like I know Disney. Disney Plus. I aren't they like. I don't everywhere. think the world. Oh, they are. I thought they were just, all the major countries. They're in. Disney they're in a, a majority of them, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Disney's just, doing it right. I just yeah, thought. They, I just <laughs> remember. I remember last year when HBO Max like it started, and it was like one of the most silent launches for like a big streaming services in a while. Because if you go back to Disney, right? Disney, it was like making things, people's computers crash, and they had all this trouble. And then HBO Max, it just showed up. I said, oh, okay. HBO Max didn't launch anything really exciting. Yeah, and then I saw all these news reports that, hey, Us is leaving. Uh, Aquaman is leaving. All the DCEU is leaving at the end of the month. (laughs) Harry Potter is leaving. That too. And I said, all the movies were just leaving. And I said, what happened here? And they'll come back for like a month, and then they'll leave again. I think Wonder Woman 1984 is done now, right? Today's the last day. This is a disaster. And they keep saying that they're not going to roll it out internationally. Like they're saying there's still no like talks to put it out internationally. I'm like, but do you see the slate of films that you're promising people for 2021? <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah, they got their next big one in a couple of days with that Denzel movie. Oh, I'm actually oh, excited no. about that movie. It looks okay. actually. Yeah, just popping out of nowhere. Did you, I retweeted something. I think it's just interesting in Australia because they've been better overall with the virus. Yeah, they're uh, out. Wonder Woman 1984 actually was like paced ahead of Wonder Woman the entire time at their box office. That's crazy. 1984. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, it did better. Australia like, is like open oh, like everything is open like you don't have to do shit over there people don't have to wear masks like. yeah that's what i'm saying because they've been much better than uh, us up in the northern hemisphere <laughs> must be nice but right? it just is interesting to me that even with the middling reception it still did better at their box office than the first one yeah that is well i don't think i, mean, I don't think yeah i, I was gonna think, say yeah uh, superhero movies like is 
bad it can get reviewed so badly like i don't yeah. think that will ever make no. a difference like no, you know, dead, Mom, Suicide squad bvs like not when you just look reviews at- but like audience reception was not great for wonder woman yeah. just look at bvs mm-hmm. bvs dropped hard in week two it opened big and then it dropped almost 70 percent in its yeah. second weekend. it still does enough though is what i'm saying I mean, like i don't think enough, that but it still box office will ever just like completely like if you make wonder okay let's say wonder woman came out okay and it opened to like 20 like percent on Rotten Tomatoes and the audience score is around the same thing I still think it would have made like you know its budget back and lend a lot more on top of that I don't think that there's a world where like you release like a superhero movie and it gets trashed like all around like audience and critic right and it doesn't like make like money Fantastic Four to make a dime. Dark Phoenix, that's another one. I mean, those are different, though. Those are different. That's not like a DCU movie or an MCU movie or like a Venom or something like that. Venom. Like, Venom, I still never fucking understand that bullshit. Are you kidding Venom alone, okay? <laughs> good trash. It's good trash. I think okay? it's wild that it's actually not delayed yet or anything. It's scaring me. It's scaring me. It will, but I'm just saying, of all the all those crazy moves that we've had last week or so, that was one of the. Didn't that thing leak that the soup, the trailers coming out for on Super Bowl? Yeah, I heard that. If it's real, (laughs) are they gonna really? I mean, that'd be nice since everything else is not going to be Why are they there. releasing any trailers at the Super Bowl this year? Well, that's why that's I think fine. it'll be boring this year. That's actually a great place. question. What's because coming out? Because money. Because money. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing are they still charging that much for the Super Bowl ads like they usually oh, do? Not not be. Can you imagine? I would be like, what? No, yeah. but guys, everyone's home. You have to look at it, right? That's, that's true. That's a good point. I, I mean, for movies, the only ones that are certain are Warner Brothers. So really, the only trailers we should be looking at are Warner Brothers because all no. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, I don't release the Suicide Squad trailer for the Super Bowl. I'm gonna be so upset. It's, it's been done. <laughs> I'm just. It's been. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing. I don't think you should. I don't think you should release. I actually am in the boat where I don't think you should release trailers on the Super Bowl because no one knows where these movies are coming out. Because I'm yeah. still upset about the Batman. That's I am. how I feel I'm about upset. this year. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? Sure. They dropped an amazing trailer, and it's not their fault for dropping a really bomb trailer, but then they delayed it to 2022. And I'm like, well, so I feel like if you have a trailer, but you're not sure when the movie's coming out, I think you just keep it. Then these one of the quad is for sure coming out. Like, right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm talking about like, like, I'm talking about like, what like what's coming out later on the like like a venom or whatever i think all those all those trailers yeah, remember uh remember how wild it was a few years ago when they had the trailer for the cobra Fear paradox and it was like hey it's gonna be out on netflix right after the super bowl ends yeah <laughs> yeah but a lot of people watched it which yeah. was interesting i did too i think yeah. I hope, I do hope that this works out in Kong versus, or God delivers Kong's favor, because it is set in stone pretty much that, you know, it's done. It's going to be there. We have the date. We're done a couple months in advance. And I just saw the trailer during this game. They showed it. Uh, (laughs) And so, you know, that's like the event. Like what else is is going to bring that hype in the next like quarter of the year? Mark in general is just stacked with content. I mean, even the other ones, like, you know, people are going to be excited to watch, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, God. Apparently, there's going to be another Justice League trailer. Of course. From what I know. 
But they just don't feel like the event, like, got I mean, they're not going to be in theaters, probably, either. I don't know. BVS is, right? Or not BVS, Justice League, whatever it is. Yeah. It's going to be a four-hour movie. Raya, so Raya's in March, too. Oh, my God. Amanda, <laughs> stop, please. If, if four hours of Zack Snyder's Justice League doesn't make you sit home and watch it on HBO Max, I don't know what will. Like, Bro. that... That I'm is the one where I'm like, whew, thank God this is on streaming too, so I can watch it at home because I oh my god. I need I need really an intermission or two. Yeah, literally. I'm not excited. Like my hype level after fandom, we got the trailer. I'm like, you know what? It's gonna be one hour episodes. I'm cool with that. Because you're breaking it up. Now you're staying right before the release, four hours. <laughs> both both <laughs> options is just like not good though, because with the four hour, like four, I mean, four one hour episodes, it's like you're watching a movie or over the course of four weeks. Like that sounds exhausting. Fair. Like yeah. that, there's nothing about that that sounds appealing to me, right? Because if, or something. Okay, if it was a mini series, that'd be different because it was designed as a series, well, right? I mean, like we're watching was. WandaVision right now, that's designed as a series, right? It's not like it wasn't ever envisioned like as a movie or like can even be put together as a movie, right? That's what I mean. Like with with the Justice League movie, we have four hour episodes, right? And you made that a mini series, okay? It'd be designed in a mini series. It wouldn't be like just like four hours of a movie cut up and then you watch it over the course of four weeks, which is what it sounds like because they put it in a four hour movie. So it doesn't ever it doesn't sound like this was ever meant to be like designed as a series or could work as a series because it fit perfectly into a four hour movie. What so I think yeah, I Good hear you. Concept. Don't make it four hours. Sorry, go ahead, Amanda. No, but what I, I think happened was that Warner Brothers also had no freaking idea what to do with it. Yeah. So they're like, let's plant this seed and see what audiences are going to say on the Twitterverse. So then everyone was like, oh, man, like I wanted in like one shot. And like they were listening to both sides, I guess. And then they finally made a decision to flip it because of all the other content that they would have to compete with in that month as well. Because Falcon and Winter Soldier is every single week. It's weekly. So if they had to drop Zack Snyder's Justice League against the Falcon and the Winter Soldier weekly, like that's mad competition, if you ask me. And I, I do want to say, too, that I think that Falcon Winter Soldier would probably do better than oh, 100%. Zack Snyder's Justice League. 100%. Well, subscriber count for Disney Plus. Yeah, know, yeah but listen, if you if you yeah, said no that on Twitter, right if you said that on Twitter, the little the like Zack Snyder's like fan base on Twitter like only thinks like within themselves and that they think that like everyone else like just everyone in the world is like huge like Zack Snyder fan is what they think <laughs> inside their little bubble and they <laughs> think so that like niche. Justice League <laughs> is gonna be like the biggest movie to so ever exist niche. and like it's so weird and I'm How like you guys are actually a very small circle of people. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should have moved to Zack Snyder Justice League up to February. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's barren in February it's now. It's done, and there's nothing nah. else going on in February. Well, they right? haven't released a date, right? It's no, it's March, March at some point. still, apparently. It's just but March? At some point, yeah. In March. yeah. Um, I think they should. What's coming out in February? Isn't it done? Uh, Cher- Cherry will be out in February. Yeah, but... <laughs> 
it's because they have this like rollout apparently in what they want to promote and i'm like but why are you promoting the same movie again like i'm, I'm just i'm not understanding just freaking release it what i don't think like the people who are gonna watch it will watch it you're not really gonna like bring in like new yeah. audience members exactly. with marketing even if you go to the youtube numbers it's like the first justice league trailer did like 50 million views this one the new one like from like fandom did like like what five million it's it's because these are this is a very small audience it's back when i it's back when i had the issue with the whole hbo max deal because i had to go on twitter and see all all of i had to go on twitter and see all of film twitter say hey this is a great mood theaters are never going to go away i was like no you guys just because we go to the movie theaters doesn't mean that they're gonna survive the the way you survive in a movie theater is that you need casual audiences and if you give casual audiences the option of going to a theater or watching hbo max they're gonna choose the hbo max option that's like five people ma theater or hbo max just fuck that yeah i mean boss theater or hbo max fuck that i'm staying home so i i just don't think people realize how niche these audiences really really I just looked up like the trailer, like how many views is on the Justice League Zack Snyder trailer. It's four million, and then I looked up the Wandavision trailer, and that's nineteen million. That's a Disney Plus show, like a MCU show, compared to like the Zack Snyder movie yeah. that everyone's like, oh my god, it's gonna be the biggest movie of all time. Like, oh my god, everyone wants this, and like shit like that. I'm like, that's mm. yeah. yeah. Even even the Falcon Winter Soldier little exclusive look thing had ten million views. Yeah. Yeah. And- Everyone's excited for that. I'm more excited for that, to be perfectly honest. I'm over mm-hmm. this entire. I'm over this entire thing. Godzilla really is long in March. Most excited. Exactly. <laughs> like that's a hype level. This is not hype anymore for me because, again, like the oh, fans. Wow. No, because the fans ruin mm-hmm. it. It's true. They do. Like if, if the critics aren't the ones ruining it, it's the fans that end up ruining it for me. Mm-hmm. Just what did y'all think about that crazy ass critic who retweeted and said, "Guys, we did it because oh, Wonder Woman 1984 oh, dropped to 59 percent." It's been that so way too. Did, like, did, did, hell? like did Chuck what? marks on Twitter are so weird. Like Chuck yeah. marks on Twitter, like the critic like circle are so fucking weird. I just yeah, like I there's like a few good ones, but like the rest of them, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like genuinely. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I'm I'm someone who wants, and I say I say this all the time too. Like I'm someone who who wants movie like movies in general. Since I'm a cinephile and I want to see the theaters like stay open, I want all these kind of movies to do well. So if they did, if like say we're in a regular time and they're like, oh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to theaters, I would want the theater to open to like a hundred and something million. I know it won't, but I would want it to because I I think that means that theaters are still growing and that these movies are bringing in these big numbers for movie theaters. Um, but the, the, the idea to want something to fail because you didn't like it is very strange. I did not like Wonder Woman 1984. Am I, am I wanting it to get a 55% or a 50%? Like what, what is the reason if you didn't like it and then you move on, that's it. I mean, I don't understand. It's, it's a very weird article. I read it. I was like, this is weird. So no, not an article, just the the guy's tweet. I was like, this is just weird. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was terrible. I was like, really? <laughs> like, what? Is, what's changing in your life that is like <laughs> that makes it being rotten like so important? 
Like, do you get a million dollars now that it's rotten? Or, like, what? Like, why does that make you so happy? Because he was checking back, y'all. He was waiting <laughs> for that the first day. Once it dropped under that foot, he was ready with this. I'm it's like, so really? Weird. Have like, any what? of us went back and looked at Wonder Woman 1984's score? I'm going to be like, honest with you. I haven't even thought weeks. about it not since the right? whole, like, controversy. Yeah, like, we, we, we were kind of watching it drop. We were kind of watching it drop. And then once it seemed to more or less level out in the low 60s, we all moved on and haven't thought about it since until this guy. <laughs> and it's like, it's the people that really like care that much about Rotten Tomatoes in the first place that I'm like, you guys are just weird. Like, have your own opinion and just be fine with like your opinion. Like, these critics' opinions on Rotten Tomatoes isn't going to change, you know, your thoughts on the film or like whatever. So it's like, it's so weird that people put so much power into that website anyway. It's the DC fans. Yeah, it's the DC. Well, the DC yeah. fans they put so much power into the website, and then also when an MCU movie gets like a ninety percent, they're like, "Oh my god, Disney pays them." It's because it's because Zack Snyder hasn't had a movie that's been fresh in over a decade on Rotten Tomatoes. Listen, I hope his new one is like eighty nine or something. You mean the Army of the Dead or whatever? Yeah. Twitter's Twitter's gonna be that looks like a fun movie. I mean, I'm excited. It does. For that one. Uh, I'm yeah. excited for that. It, I don't. Pacino I think Twitter. I don't think Twitter hates Zack Snyder. I think Twitter hates the fans his behind fans, like yeah. this, like the, his DC movies because mm-hmm. they're so insufferable. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't care less about anything that he does in the DCU, right? But with the Army of the Dead, I'm like, yeah, it looks fun. Like I'm excited to watch it. <laughs> and I don't have like any like hard feelings towards Zack Snyder at all. I have no issues with him. But it's like the fans, and he. And I do have issue with the way that he eggs them on, and he doesn't like. He he knows what he's doing when he like tweets out like photos of what he would have done with Wonder Woman. Oh, like yeah. he knows what he's doing. That was, that was like dumb. he knows that he's like egging on his fans to be like, oh. Yeah, you know, like, oh, you're so much better than like your vision would have been so much better, you know, like he knows. But other than that, it's like I have no problem with him. And I do think that, like, you know, I've always said that I think that him getting like his cut of Justice League is warranted and like he deserves it and just shit I, like I that. Agree but with that, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I'm excited for Army of the Dead a lot because Dawn of the Dead is one of Zack Snyder's best films. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's like top three Snyder films for me. It's so surreal um, going back to that movie because James Gunn wrote it and he directed it. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, um, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, do some horror movies. I want to see some like other stuff. I, right. I said, I said before, like a long time ago. I'm like, dude, I just don't want to. I, I don't need. I don't need him to do any more superhero stuff. I just do some horror movies, do some zombie movies, like some Overlord type shit, and I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Action movie, whatever. I like 300. You know, so just do while. some do some well, of that like stuff. It. Just, but just for God's sake, I, I'm begging you, just do not touch another superhero. Like. Only the only time I'll, I'll be fine if he does another superhero movie is, is if they're they're his type. You know what I mean? Like the breaking, like a like a Punisher or like a who's a. I think like he a, could make a cool Venom movie. Like yeah, That's some Venom some a hero <laughs> like an anti. I feel like he would do a great job with an anti-hero because yeah. I love his Batman stuff, I think, and I'm totally fine with that. But I'd be down for him to direct something like that. I don't want him to write it. Yeah. The stuff <laughs> where the problem is when he stuff, writes stuff. The stuff where I hear like he wanted to do Supergirl, absolutely not. Yeah. All these happy people, no. <laughs> Just do the mad people. Even, and I'm even Daredevil, it's, I mean, that would be more appealing to me. 
Yeah, like just some, just give me one of the heroes that you can, where you can break their necks, they can carry around the head. You love all, you love that shit. I'd be traumatized you know, if he did that with Venom. You know, you know I brought I'm, that up. Hey, hey, listen, that'd be, I mean, I wouldn't mind a Venom where he just took off people's heads and carried it around. That'd be awesome. It should have been more violent. Since you want to do it so fucking bad, ripping rip my it. boy Tom Holland head off, I think not, Dwayne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that fan art or whatever. Oh, God. Oh, Tom Holland. Oh, what a stop fan. it! Stop. <laughs> I mean, Tom Holland's got one of the only movies that didn't move. Chaos Walking. People Don't seem to be terrible. people oh. seem to be real um, certain that Spider Man Three is staying put in December. It has to. Maybe. I, I think it has the best chance at like movies releasing this year of like staying there because it's like it's way at the end of the year and we don't really know what's going to happen when like the vaccine does get released like in the masses and. You know how how the pandemic's gonna have whatever the word I'm looking for, but yeah. The reason why I don't have faith in these in these like December November movies still is because for some reason Americans have to make everything political. So this vaccine, this I just know there's gonna be people who are just not gonna do it because of whatever reason and this and that and a third and you can't affect my body yet yet I take all these drugs and whatnot anyway, but I won't take that drug that, that crosses the line. I just know we're gonna get that. I just know I don't have faith in this country at all. And listen, yeah. if you're listening to this and you're like, oh just move. Listen, if I had the money, I would. This fucking country is trash. Like it's absolutely terrible. So uh, all I know is is that I don't have faith in any of these movies coming out because we're a mess and people are still not gonna do what they're what they're gonna do. To fix this issue like i'm seeing restaurants still full it's it's a mess so i uh, know i don't have any faith in spider-man sorry or well, what's the uh, other one eternals eternals is november yeah. well, and then the movies that are supposed to come out earlier in the year like we saw are starting to get pushed to october-ish all, all dates so mm, yeah. you know once they get pushed the movies that are already in those slots will start moving as well that I'm was sure. wild seeing morbius move like three times in like two weeks <laughs> went from March yeah they were to... forced because somebody got on their slot so James they had Bond, to go somewhere yeah. else yeah they were gonna be they were in march and they moved to october 8th and no time to die moved october 8th oh so, they, so mean, they just said bye it, 2022 it is <laughs> there are so many people in this damn kansas city stadium like they're not so close oh, i don't know that's Somebody's what i'm saying even the bucks, the bucks game in this kansas city the bucks game, it was like crowded then i'm hearing that this is wrestling so tyler only knows but they for wrestlemania oh, they want to fill it up to at least thirty thousand. and i'm like yikes this is why we're not gonna this is why we're not gonna get better because we we must have fans in the stands we must it's that, weird that power of florida they're just gonna fill it up because well, it's crazy and that just drives me nuts because if there's an industry that will easily survive a year with no fans it's the nfl yeah. Let me just be very clear. Each and every NFL team has more than enough net worth that they will be just fine to go one season with nobody buying tickets. People are still buying your merch. You still have all of your deals. Mm -hmm. yeah. They are. They don't. You know, the NBA and hockey, they all stopped. They just, they did bubbles. They yeah, went NBA did the bubble. NBA did the bubble and they were like, they, they had no cases. Like they maybe had, no, they, when they did, when they, when they did the bubble, they had no cases, but then the, the, the players got mad because they wanted to be out of the bubble and be free. So they said, okay. 
and now like almost every game is like postponed because of a COVID issue. Yeah, they don't have enough players. Players have COVID, and I'm like, well, of course that would happen because but at you least got out of they're the not letting fans in. At least yeah, yeah. both leagues are still like, okay, no, we can't have fans come. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, and it's really weird, but like it's 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 really really strange. I remember Trump in his debate. <sighs> He was like, oh, yeah, you know, I brought back football. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, dude. So I'm, I'm a tennis person. I love me some tennis and the Williams sisters particularly. Um, and the Australian Open is coming up. Um, so it'll be interesting because, like we just talked about, Australia has been pretty good. Uh, they're one of the better, like, quote, unquote, first world countries that are – handling this but um they have to go through like a two-week bubble so they have to come in two weeks stay there they don't get to leave gotta go straight to their little hotel rooms <laughs> yeah they're doing that they're doing that with thor because thor is shooting in australia very soon yeah. so they've all been quarantining in their little hotel rooms except for chris hemsworth chris hemsworth's like come on to me now come he lives there so he's fine and taika he's in, what new zealand so, i drove past the uh <laughs> What was the movie that uh, it was in like Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence that they're doing? Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, don't yeah, look up. Yeah, don't look that. up. So yeah. I, so me and my um, me and my cousin drove drove past us where they're setting up, and they have pretty much like a bubble, like a there's like a tent and there's like all this kind of stuff, and they're right across the street from like our hotel. So I'm assuming they probably bought the whole bought out the hotel so that they, that hotel could be used as like the, you know everyone staying areas. That makes sense. Because um, I I just think yeah it's gonna be really it's it's really tough to like it's really tough to uh to film and I'm I'm wondering how these movies are doing that and stuff now like the Batman I know they had to, they had to stop and resume all this like a bunch of times. They're just in of, hiding now. They're just like shooting everything indoors, I believe, right? Yeah, I think they're doing the Mandalorian stuff, um, which is cool. But I haven't seen um, these photos in so long. Spidey's yeah. done, though. They're done? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that's what Tom Holland said in that little thing. He just no, got back. I, I thought Charlie was done, and that's it. Well, I know Charlie was. Char- oh, said. Charlie Cox is done. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, think, it, no, I think they're still filming. Um, oh, I thought he had left because, Atlanta. Well... They just were talking about how Tobey Maguire is like still like. Yeah. I saw that drama. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that too. I don't Tom believe Queen. it. I don't believe. I'm it. like, I'm like Toby. You you need a check. Like you, you need to yeah, stop. I'd like, be like, I'd be like, why, Toby? You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's like a. It's how he uh, is. He's an actor who's in like a bunch of because you hear you hear about like diva diva ish actors all the time and but then like you're like okay. It's so and so and so and so. They, I mean, this is they're they're good at this. Is what they do. Blah blah blah. I'm like Toby. I mean, what's the where's where's the last movie that you did? I just want to know. The boss, you know. <laughs> so and it was great. Okay, it was great. I like Toby. I I like him, and I'm and I'm excited to see him in the movie. I just don't know why he's being so difficult for what. You know what I mean? I've heard he's. I mean, I've heard he's a difficult person to work with. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's like just like known that Toby Maguire is like a diva. <laughs> Yes, I mean, like I think he, I've heard I mean, stories. He's pretty hard, hard to deal with. Isn't isn't Molly's game like about him? <laughs> well, the I think it was Michael Sarah's character. I think is based around him. Yeah, because I, I, I know the one character is in, and that's based actually on him. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's not a not the nicest guy. And that's comes a good movie. It is. <laughs> I haven't seen it so long. Chester gets Chastain. What Molly's game? It's just over. Hot take: Molly's game over. Trial of Chicago Seven. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I, I know what? I absolutely loved Molly's game though. Like I, yeah. I really Molly's game is so good. Mm-hmm. She's great, and I, I love that movie too. Um, the trial, I watched it once. I don't care. Sorkin season. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I don't know. It's Sorkin season. <laughs> it could happen. You never know. No, no, no. He get nominated. You know, director maybe. Nominate if <laughs> I for some reason I feel like the Oscars nominations are going to be a disaster. I don't know why. Oh, well, um, I think that I'm... Trials Chicago Seven is going to win Best Picture. Whoa. I, I think yeah. it could. I think nah. it could. Nah, Judas and the Listen, Black Messiah is going to come out of nowhere. Watch. I hope so. I really do hope so because I I can't see Trials Chicago win Best Picture. I really can't. I can't either. I agree with you. Malcolm so, and but listen, I the, no. the, the thing is, is that it has such a good chance of winning that's really bothering me. Like it's really it's really messing with my spirit that it really has such a good chance of winning. Honestly, if any Netflix film has a chance of winning, it should be The Five Bloods and nothing else. The Five Bloods is the movie that I want to win Best Picture, even though it wasn't even like yeah. my favorite movie of the year. I think it's probably the most important movie of the year. Yeah. So. I, uh, I don't know. I think the Five Bloods might get snubbed for Best Picture. Yeah. Oh my god! Stop this! I will literally riot on behalf of like, Spice. When, when do we know when the uh, Oscar nominations? I just March. think it's going to be a lot of fuckery. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to be a Listen, lot. Netflix just has too much. Like they, all they they're going to lose. They're going to lose all of their oh, awards totally. again. Oh, sure. They they don't know how to do it. Like they showed it last year. They know how to get nominations, but then when it comes time to win, the they're a mess. Irish, the poor Irishman. <laughs> the Irishman led nominations with Joker Stop and then won it. nothing. It won zero. It went zero for twelve. I, I'm still shocked at that to this day. Couldn't get one. I mean, at least one. Honestly, Couldn't honestly, even sneak one. Honestly, I mean, good. I mean, what's the deal? Shut wow. up, goodbye. Yeah. Wow. Also, it's March fifteenth that the noms drop. From what I know, so I just long. feel a lot of. Uh, I feel a lot of. March. I just feel a lot of fuckery coming on. Maybe they, they got one year right, so now they're like, "Oh, we gotta fuck everything up again." No, yeah. like potentially oh, hot exactly, take. Exactly, Hannah. Sorry. I wish they did not push the nominees back. I wish we would This is too much. This is waiting too long. There were plenty of great films that came out by the regular deadline that I think mm-hmm. we would have been just fine if we would have proceeded as normal, honestly. Yeah, now you what got, else has to come out? Sorry. And well, I think that's why he, they put they they fast track Malcolm and Marie and I was like, Sam, please let it go. Like, this is not, yeah, you're not last, getting enough. The last like, couple I can think of, it's Mal- Malcolm and Marie, Cherry, Yeah. And they would have put Judas out in December. They would have done a small release. I'm, I'll guarantee. Yeah, like I do, it's yeah. weird. It's very, they, very yeah. Strange. They would have made sure that the movies they wanted to qualify would have been getting something in December. So I'm like, ugh, the, the fact that we have to wait still two more months almost is like, oh my gosh, for nominees. Cherry's coming. I'm sad that Danny Kluya right? really doesn't like have a chance of getting in for best actor this year. I think so he. Could. I, I think he could. I think he, he has to. I think that they'll put Gary Oldman in before they oh, put. God damn it! That's yeah. my main worry. I mean, yeah. maybe. Yeah, that's my worry. If I see goddamn Gary Oldman on that nominee list, come on. I don't know. I think. I think. 
the people that I'd like, I think are possible of like switching out, um, is Riz Ahmed and then Daniel Kaluuya. Like those two are like the ones where I'm like, if either one of them will get in. Um, but I don't, I, would, I don't know who. I would, I would, I Part of me feels like Riz Ahmed is not going to get in. I want see him that's to get why in. I'm like I. Daniel Kaluuya and Riz Ahmed are the ones where I'm like they are definitely like on everyone's radar, but I don't know if like they'll put one in one in over the other or they will go with like the two like old white men and like put <laughs> I, them in. Oh, 100%. I'll be very I, upset. I feel like the SAGs are going to get it right and then the Oscars and the Golden Globes are just going to mess everything up as they usually the Golden do. Golden Globes are always the Spirit the Awards, SAG Awards, like yeah. BAFTAs. Like, they get it right trash. usually and the Oscars fuck it up. They are. Amazon yeah. is trash at promoting so Riz is about to get screwed because Amazon... I agree. <sighs> well, even so One Night in Miami is going to get screwed over yes. and it shouldn't. <sighs> Just oh, Can you imagine if they st- if they snub Stephen Ewan though? Okay. Well, I think I think Riz is above. I think Stephen has a more likelihood to miss than Riz. Yeah, Minari really? actually has another one that yeah. he's out officially too. I see. I think that Stephen probably has a better chance because I think Minari is a more awards friendly film than The Sound of Metal. It is, but I think Riz at least has made more noise than Stephen. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I think really I've seen more Stephen. for Stephen. Even like, even though. Uh, Minari isn't out for like everyone yet. I've seen oh, so God, many no. people on Twitter. I'm like, thank you, Variety, Steven. for doing your work and helping us in our campaign for Riz and Steven um, with those covers and pushing <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. Thank you. We need us all the help we can get to get these Asian men and their proper nominees. We will take it. Thank you. Honestly, because the Academy is a disaster, I see, hey, best foreign film, Minari, and then that's oh, it. My- I'll be oh my sick. god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can you imagine that's, that's what I see happening with the. I have no faith in the academy this year at all. Yeah, yeah I don't either. I'm with oh you there. God, I'll be pissed. Yeah. Mank, best picture. Oh god! Stop I mean, this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure, it will get into best picture. I would not be shocked at all if Mank yeah. got into best picture. I just don't want it to. It's almost because they need to. They have to nominate it. Or cherry, it's cherry about best movie. picture. No, no. If David Fincher gets nominated for best director, oh, he's gonna God. win. You, you guys do know yeah. that, right? If he gets nominated, yeah, he's gonna win. Stop it. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not. I'm just saying, the Academy are gonna be like, you know what? We have snubbed you, and we haven't given you the yep. award a million times. It's your time for this movie. Even I, I just, I know it. I, I just, I know it. <laughs> oh God, Ugh, Hannah, stop, That's why I hate please. those kind of movies, and I never will try to watch them because. <laughs> And it's, it's it's frustrating too because this isn't even like a David Fincher kind of movie to me. Like yeah, it's it feel bait. like a David Fincher movie. That's one of my it's least favorite. Is. It's yeah. such bait. I really Everybody. hate bait Oscar. I hate bait Oscar movies so much. Same. And that's that's what Mank is, and that's why I don't care. I, I have never rooted against David Fincher. I fucking but, love David Fincher so much, and I've never like actively like rooted against him. But like I'm like no. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like, let David Fincher get in this award when, season. When men came out and I had to see 18 or like 80 reactions saying this is made for cinephile, I said, fuck. Yeah, like, I, I know what that means. And I know why it's the same reason why Sam Levinson made Malcolm and Marie black and white. It's the same reason why the uh, Scorsese made the Irishman like 85 hours. It's just, it's just bait. It's because they know, okay, award. It's, it's, it's such bait and I hate it so much. Please change. Let's put so- something else in. So I asked in our little chat, do we think that this current 
backlash and really heated discussion is going to hurt Zendaya's chances at a uh, nomination. I think it's probably going to like elevate her chances it, and yeah. make more noise for you know the movie. I need to yeah, I think movie. so too. Yeah, I, um, I mean, like Joker had the same kind of like heated discussion, and Joaquin won. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think I don't. I feel like people think the Academy looks at Twitter a lot, and I feel like they don't. Well, they're all, a lot of them are old, but they get offended. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're gonna offend critics, it. critics take things to heart when you come for them. Yeah, so, I don't think that Malcolm Marie movie will do good, but I think Zendaya them. is like locked in. For I don't know. Time. See, I read some of those stupid, honest things, and when people don't like a movie, they just won't nominate it for anything. Like whether yeah. or not they're like, yeah, oh. that's what happened with us Hustlers and Hustlers. Yeah. Even though I was like Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, it was all right, but. The noise for Jennifer Lopez last year was insane. And I saw, I, I remember there was that big article about, remember it was like why they didn't vote for certain movies and certain actors. Oh right, if they yeah. don't like the movie, they're not gonna they're not gonna vote for that's why she literally got nothing. And then the same thing would happen with like uncut gems, because it's like, uh, I mean, he's it's fine, but the movie is like a so I just think so so yeah, but I think if they like Malcolm and Marie, then they'll do it. But if they all feel triggered, then I have good luck. I think it helps that she's Zendaya too. Like like I said, I've yeah. been saying this that if she's nominated, then I do think she has a really good chance of winning. It's because Hollywood loves Zendaya so much, and obviously Hollywood makes up like the Academy. So I think that even if even with like the controversy around Malcolm and Marie and like stuff like that, and they do like dislike the movie, uh, you know they. I'm sure they do take it out on other movies that they don't like, and they're like, oh, hey, this person's great in this movie, but we're not going to nominate them. I do think that it helps that it's Zendaya. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I have to see the movie. So. I mean, I guess they do like ingenues. They like to propel ingenues, but they also love that, like, oh, you should get it because you're old. So, Glenn, yeah. Glenn Close. And, oh. I, mean, Glenn- I think Glenn Close is like, the most ridiculous, like, oh my, the people on Twitter who are like, oh my god, she's winning this year, she's winning this year, she's winning this year. I'm like, she's not even gonna be nominated. You guys are fucking insane. I can see her. Like, nominated. actually insane. Like, she, was, she was robbed like multiple times. Like, when that whole scenario happened with Olivia Coleman, I felt so I, I bad. Her. She was not robbed. She was not robbed. Uh uh-uh, uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Olivia Coleman put her performance to shame in The Wife. She's not even that good in The Wife. By next uh, question. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that they had her win at other award shows, so everyone thought that she was going to win. I do remember that. So I was like, oh my God, this is highway robbery. And it's like, okay, but I understand. It's just the way they do that and they divide it, I think that's the main issue. Because whenever you put it in the comedy category and then you have them win, it's always split. Like Michael Keaton and Birdman and then Eddie Redmayne and the Theory of Everything, it was split down the middle all of award season and then Michael Keaton pulled out his speech at the Oscars and his name wasn't called. So it was just, it's frustrating when that happened. And Lady uh, Gaga thought she had a really good chance at winning too. You, I love watching the the video. Of <laughs> oh my god, she was baffled. Lady Gaga's face. Oh my god, she was, she was so, so shook that she did not win. I was like, babe. At least, at least she you got another one in the other category. I'm sorry, girl. You weren't in there. I'm not really. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no. Glenn Close should have won for Fatal Attraction some odd yep. thirty years ago, and we would not mm-hmm. be in this scenario right now. And <laughs> well, good. well, here, what I think is, I think 
if that movie that she did with Mila Kunis comes out later on this year, um, then I think she probably will be, um, be one. Well, yeah, she'll be back because it's all I heard after after we did the I did the press for that movie. That's all I heard at when I was at when I was at Sundance in the lines and all that stuff and how good she was. I forget the fucking name of the movie, but it's with Mila Kunis. Something about addiction and she plays her mother. And I, I think that's also going to be bait for, for next year's Oscars. So just take that as you will. Is she going to come back for Guardians? <laughs> oh, God. No, she's presumably dead, right? With the Nova Corp. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, all gone? No, nobody's really dead. Uh, but I don't know, y'all. I mean, like me and Hannah said before, I'm still personally on, on Team Viola. But yeah, I'm I'm Team Viola. It's time for another black woman to win Best Lead Actress, please. And I love Zendaya, but I would love for it to be Viola Davis. I mean, Viola Davis's performance, I think, is just untouchable. And I mean, um, I would also. This is the thing. I don't think Carrie Mulligan's quite old enough because she is definitely a critical darling that I think a lot of people feel like should already have an award. So I just don't know if she's old enough that people are going to do the whole, oh, it's your time. Yeah. For her. Also, besides film Twitter, Promising Young Woman pretty much like came and gone as far as when it comes yeah, to box office. When, it re- when it released in theaters. I remember Larry and I was like doing box office and it didn't even break like a million. It was like 700,000 its opening weekend. And I yeah. was like, I don't know. They're going to look at that. I know it's a pandemic, but they're going to. Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and listen, you can, you can say, oh, pandemic, but. There are those movies in the in the top five that you're like three million dollar, I guess. So I thought Promising Young Woman because of how crazy Twitter was for it, and that also shows me how small we really are. Because mm-hmm. Promising Young Woman it opened to like seven hundred thousand, and you got News of the World and whatever the fuck opening to like five million, and I'm like, eh, what is going on? So. I don't know about promising no woman. Does the Academy love like dark comedies anyway? That's what I don't know. I just feel like it's. I feel like besides Twitter and our space, I haven't seen. I think I saw marketing for the movie for like a week, and then it vanished. Yeah, they didn't do it. I just yeah. I I the last the last time I can think of like an actual like because people do categorize. Promising Young Woman as a dark comedy, even though I don't think it is, but yeah, everyone on Twitter does think it is. The last I, like movie that I can yeah. think of is The Favorite, and The Favorite is a period piece, so you know that there is no way that that wasn't getting like a uh, like a whole bunch of Academy Award the like nominations. So Ooh, yeah, I'm I don't always know. just so thankful for Olivia Coleman, like for saving us and The Favorite from losing all of their awards oh my god it was so close when it lost original screenplay or was it original or adapted it's original when it lost that original screenplay i wanted to die that is so like insane (laughs) what was it what was it going up against green book green book one original screenplay over their favorites let's not let me look at this (laughs) I don't want to go into that because that night with Green Book, I was ready to literally punch a hole through a wall. Yeah, I, I, I still remember uh, Twitter was in flames. I, yeah, well, it was, my first, it was my first year on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, me too." Yeah. It was my first year on Twitter too. I was like, yeah. oh. and Everyone was going yeah. off. I was, I was, literally, like, every other 
nominee other than Vice here, I would have been like, yes, 100%. Thank you for, you know, giving us a good win. Uh, but the favorite First Reformed, Vice, Roma, and Green Book. I'm like, Roma was right there. First Reformed is amazing, too. It's like, why yeah. why Green Book? Just the, just, fact, why? just the fact that Green Book won Best Picture, too. just upsets me. That is so sick and twisted. Black Klansman was right there. Not that I want to. Crash and Green Book is like the Academy's like biggest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I Troll just remember crash. my first. It was the one I, I think I had like what like a hundred something followers on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is crazy." Because <laughs> little, 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 little innocent Dwayne, I watched Green Book. Dwayne from like twenty. When did that come out? Twenty eighteen or something yeah. like that. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Dwayne from twenty eighteen and Dwayne from like twenty twenty and twenty twenty one is completely different. Because twenty eighteen Dwayne, I watched Green Book with Alex, and I was like, you know, Alex, that's why we're friends. Movies like this, we're we're that's why you're good. That's why we're. we're I'm really happy to be your friend. <laughs> literally go back to the review i was like you know alex i like seeing movies with like this with you just tells me how far we both came in life and stuff and then i I logged into twitter for the first time (laughs) i signed up and like there's this thing called film twitter i'm like oh cool i want to be a part of this and boy they roasted this movie and i was like and then i watched it again i'm like okay i get it i was like all right i I understand why this movie gets a lot of hate it's a white savior it's just too much a white person made the script and you just see it and it's just really really didn't consult the black yeah it was was one of my least favorite nominees really messy yeah it was really really messy and i was like my first more or less of a mess if Joker had beaten out Parasite last year, oh man, oh, that would have been more. Of a I mean, mess. I mean, <laughs> I don't think yeah. that Joker would like ever be called a good movie ever again. Uh, Hannah, I really on Twitter on flame. In flames. It'd be hard to defend Joker. It'd be very hard to defend Joker. <laughs> here's, my, here's my thing. I listen. This is all I'm going to say. I like Joker, so but if that one Best Picture, yeah. I probably would have howled just so because. Hannah, I've never seen someone hate a movie so bad like Hannah does. Because I I remember, let me let me let me just get this out. Because I remember when it came out, and I read Hannah's letterbox, and it was like, you know, it wasn't great. And Hannah's like, the performances were good, but something, something, something. But then when it get when it got closer and closer and closer to the Oscars, (laughs) I saw a switch. I saw a switch in Hannah. And there was all these tweets about fuck this movie and fuck Tom. Yep. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's true. Whoa. It's true. And I had and I had every right to. I had every right to because listen, that movie should have been nowhere near the Academy Awards, nowhere near them, let alone lead nominations and win some. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm it is, sorry. It is have. beyond ridiculous <laughs> that Todd Phillips was next to Martin Scorsese. The fucking guy we ripped off. Oh my god! It, it just—it really does. It gives me a fucking headache to know that Todd Phillips got in over all of the female fucking filmmakers of last. Ah! Oh my god! Don't even. Honestly though, honestly though, as as far as him and Martin Scorsese, period. Okay, <laughs> sorry. As far as the as far as the women the women goes though, yeah, it's ridiculous. Listen, I I. <laughs> I I thought I think this Joker thing is ridiculous. I I like I I feel like I'm the only one who went in looking for a comic book movie. I got one because it's a villain and this is this is how his story literally goes. And 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 I was like cool. 
And then I don't know what happened with Twitter with my good friend Hannah. But, but here, you're one of the normal but, ones. You're one of the normal ones. The fucking fan base behind the film. Goodbye. Sorry. Oh yeah, like, like, like they ruined it completely. Like 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 bleep Robert Storms when he was like really angry about Parasite and not and Joker not winning. <laughs> right. And then I don't he, the Joker <laughs> fans are worse than the Snyder fans. Like I'd rather put up a Snyder oh, fan. Like, over, like, Joker fans. It's, it's, Joker it's, fans are the same fan base though. Yeah, literally it is. It's the it's a disaster. I um yeah, I, I was just I just remember I remember speaking with Hannah on shows because we had shows last year and Joker was like a conversation for all for most of them. Like when it was like coming out that we that weekend was ridiculous. Like the opening weekend and all the news saying that look out for your theaters because. I was just like, this is why can't Joker just be the Joker character and we can just move on? What's shootings and because all this? Because incels are fucking weirdos. Incels are fucking weirdos. It was really, yeah, it was really the Joker movie kind of shabakle was was just really really crazy and I don't know what happened. I still like I watch it here and there. It's cool. Oh, by the way, I sent I sent a tweet into the group chat. That was my first tweet on film Twitter that ever got like any kind of like recognition, and it was about Green Book. I just see I just see TMG. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my, first, my first tweet. I think I was asking. I was asking um, Jason Bloom to read my script. I was like, "Oh, dude, Twitter! I can tag like actual celebrities and shit." Hey, Jason Bloom, read my horse. <laughs> you shot your shot immediately getting on the Twitter. <laughs> and spoiler alert: he, he didn't. And yeah. well, that wasn't my first tweet. That was just the first tweet that I ever got that like got like over like a hundred likes. And it was about fucking Green Book. <laughs> I think mine was about searching when I said that it was like my something something favorite movie and then a niche like like written now you gotta now you're like the team the team captain of connected slash whatever it's called now whatever that new title's name <laughs> i don't fucking get it i don't know and the then people, people kept saying the made the same joke like oh i got disconnected i'm like har 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 I, <laughs> I didn't see those level of lame jokes fortunately yeah those, those weird jokes and then the uh the, the mothra jokes for um oh i've never liked those. <laughs> I, I, the, I know of course it. <laughs> it was funny like the very first time the mothra jokes and then um and then on my kong i i said listen i was like i'm, I'm joking and I'm like, I think Kong is the main character, and I hate it. I'm putting all these emojis, telling you that I'm this, I'm a geek, and I'm just fucking around. Like I really don't care. And then people are like, Oh, dude, what did you expect? Uh, it actually is the the number one. Like, fuck, can you get out of here, please? I didn't ask for this. The trailer I, doesn't make it seem like he's the hero of the story. It does, but always. I mean, they always do it. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do the BVS thing where they fight and then they fight someone else. It's fine. It's I'm fine, fine with that. They I mean, are gonna do it. We know that like Mecha Godzilla's in there. I mean, there were teases of it. You know, if he just went frame by frame. Yeah, like that. I'm surprised they. I, I'm. I don't like that they showed it though. Even though, even though you can guess it. Like I feel like most of us can guess what's happening with Spider Man Three, but I don't think you should show those in trailers. Like I don't think you should show the the trio in trailer. I I, think I guarantee they're going to like lead with at least the very end shot of the Spider Man Three trailer is going to be all of them together. All of them I think, together. I think yeah. the one thing they'll probably keep out of the Spider Man trailers is Daredevil. That's probably the yeah. thing that they'll keep for the movie. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a Toby Andrews shot at the end. Of the <laughs> <Spider -Man laughs> you know what? He said no one cares. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 
why they're leaving him out. Just because no, Larry has never seen Daredevil and refuses. It won't. It won't actually push forward Buzz, so they don't care. I, I had heard that the they're gonna bring back. Well, the, obviously they're gonna bring back Daredevil, but they're not gonna like bring back his like history. They're just gonna like act like it didn't happen. Which oh, I'm fine with. I'm fine yeah, with that. They're gonna reintroduce him. Well, I guess they're just gonna like not bring up his past. I guess. I don't... Like they're not. They're not gonna bring up like what's happened in the Netflix show, which I'm fine with. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I am. Does that mean they're not bringing back his writers? Because those are some guess some good. That's a, some good TV. Maybe. Well, I, I don't think that means that at all. I just think that they're not going to like mention like Kingpin and like stuff like that. Electra. Ooh, I don't like that. I think I I want to see. Listen, as far as Daredevil, I, I honestly listen. If you don't want to bring back Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and you want to cast them, recast them, fine. They were they were serviceable actors for me, um, at least for me. But. The Charlie Cox Daredevil lore, like I love me some Kingpin, and I would yeah, want so to see I. him. I would love to see. Him, I would want to see him in the actual universe and stuff. I don't think you should. I don't. I don't really like that. Just disregarding all of it or something like that. It's I think you'll. Ha- they'd have to though because not everyone watched the MCU TV shows on Netflix. Like you can't Netflix. just like have like all that stuff in the movies and then like you have to assume that like the audience like knows what's going on because not everyone watched it. It's yeah. not like a WandaVision where it's like it's directly connected to the MCU and they're like promoting it as part of the MCU that so you know people have to kind of watch it to know what's going on in the next movies. Like if you bring like Charlie Cox in in Spider-Man 3 and then you just have him start talking about like what's happening what happened in like the TV show it's like not everyone's going to know. Well, Listen, I'm not saying, hey, he come back. He's talking about Karen and all them characters. I know, but like even if you bring like Kingpin back, like you can bring him back. Um like Vincent not Vincent D'Onofrio and like write a whole new like story and shit like that but you don't have to like pretend like they've never like met each other or anything before but like you can't just like assume that like the audience like knows like the whole history and stuff like that because not everyone watched it you can tell them <laughs> what you know, you know, I said you can tell them what if they, I, what well, if, but yeah. who people complain about that though <laughs> no, it'll, ha- it'll happen either way welcome <laughs> Is man, what if they what if they do the whole uh, they give Daredevil his other suit so he's gonna wear the he'll wear the yellow brown suit from the comics and in, in the MCU instead of the red, the yellow brown suit. Yeah, remember he, Look, he they need to redesign the Daredevil suit. He debuted with that yellow with a yellow suit back in the day. The one that they have in the show is not that good. It'd be funny. No, I don't think yellow. either of them are good. I think they both look terrible, actually. Well, um, I I like the I think the the look that he has in the first season of like the black like uh pants and the shirt and like the uh the blindfold thing i like that look but you know i liked it when he had the wrist stuff on it in season three that yeah, as a yeah, yeah. by itself he looked like a geek i'm sorry he was getting beat up he looked like a geek i, I was like put some put some horns on that damn thing and be daredevil this is like you're a geek and you're getting, you're like imagine that daredevil as <laughs> I said in the group chat, that one in the in live action. <laughs> I see it now. I'm on Google, and I'm like, I totally forgot about this. This suit's awful. No, I need, the, the, no I, need, I need the red, the red yellow. Suit. Wait, though. So what everybody's telling me is we're about to reboot. So there's literally no reason that I need to watch the old. Series. Allegedly, it's a rumor. Fuck. Well, there I'm isn't like a reason, but also the show is so good. There's just no That's... point in me watching that mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a liter- Larry. If you watched it, you would love it. 
that's that's like that's like having Larry make me watch seven good seasons of Game of Thrones for it to all crash and burn <laughs> in the finale. No, and he knows that I hate it. Listen, but this, no, 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 it's not like that because Tyler is the one that pushed me to do a reaction series with him. So yeah, I, now I, I'm pushing you to do Daryl. Right? I know exactly. But, <laughs> but I'm not not, about it. It's not the same as me getting somebody to watch. Well, I did kind of rope the other person who's doing the reactions in. Um, <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about that, Tyler. But uh, <laughs> um, but I cannot rope Tyler in. It was it was his original idea. I planned to never watch Game of Thrones again for the rest of my life um, <laughs> until Tyler. Do you remember when we was doing reactions to that Throne oh Watch? My, oh my and God. every week we were just infuriated. Was like, just <laughs> and that was like, after, I was so mad because I started Game of Thrones the year the season finale came out. And I did a marathon. Like it was all, it was the only thing I was watching. I bought, I bought, I bought all the seasons at Best Buy. They were all on sale for like $15. I bought every single season. I went home. It's like this was like two weeks before the before the um the season premiere, and I watched it. And I'm I'm tired. I did overnights at work, and I was watching it on my computer. And I was like, and then the, the season premiere, I had finished the final episode of was it season seven, and I was like, I fucking did it. You know, I'm proud of myself. I got through Game of Thrones. Larry's proud of me. I know everyone else is going to be proud of me. And then the end of the season, it's just a disaster. And I said, dude, I, fucking <laughs> I did all that for this, <laughs> for, 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 for the fucking dragon to burn the throne. That's hey, what hey, happened. Hey, you, you. <laughs> Dwayne. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Well, it is what it is. Okay, Tyler, that was that was the least consequential spoiler that Dwayne could have. I was going to say, I mean, that's no big that's deal. That's the least consequential one. <laughs> Listen, and honestly, Tyler, the rest of the, the season that you're going to be watching is great stuff, but that eighth season... Uh, yeah, you're gonna, are you going to bring back for the prequel shows, though? The seven is right. Seven is just okay. Yeah, but I just I I, I, was could, I could ignore the problems of seven. I could not ignore the problems of season. I just eight. remember like <laughs> really, I would because because of how crazy I wanted to be a part of the fandom so bad because everybody it was what everyone on Twitter was talking about when it came out. So I I bought I bought Espresso for the first time and I was up at like seven in the morning and I would watch Game of Thrones from like seven a.m. to like ten p.m. and yeah. then do it again. And do it again every day until the season premiere, and then I was like, "Wow, I wasted a lot of." <laughs> I was the opposite. My, my whole life, I was the opposite. I didn't watch it, and everyone was like, "Come on, Tyler, please watch Game of Thrones. You, you'll love it. You'll love it." And then that final season dropped, and everyone was like, "Screw Game of Thrones!" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> all right, well, but I didn't get on the bandwagon all those years." <laughs> I'm like, why am I? Hold on, I'm about to make a tweet about Game of Thrones now that we're talking about season eight. I'm getting mad. She said, "I'm kidding." Why am I friends with all of the people who still defend it? Like, I just, I'm actually Larry's the one that still not like it anymore. I (laughs) I remember that Hannah was like, "It was not that bad," and then now Hannah be like, "Uh, "It was." No, I I convinced Alex to like. (laughs) Yeah, because Alex, poor Alex, was like, "Oh my god, I thought y'all are y'all are trashing it." Now we have to get him to do the same thing with. Rise of Skywalker because he's a oh, mess. Talking about it's, uh, it's underrated and all this bullshit. Which is what you might call it. I writer came it. out the other day and <laughs> talked about it. I just wish I was friends with Manda during season eight. 
Oh, I lost my shit, man. My my fury was like unbridled, Manda. Like I hear you. I was unhinged. I hear you. I hear you. I'm pretty sure you would have been surprised with what I had to say too. So go back. So like Larry in the group chat, she was just, I remember those days in the group chat of Larry just being angry. And then I was like, Larry, are you going to watch Euphoria? No, fuck no. I'm done with HBO. Anything HBO for like a year, a solid year. (laughs) Me and Hannah were like, Larry, watch Euphoria. And he's like, no. Made a a whole rant video. I really did try and convince Larry to watch like Barry and stuff like that. that. Yeah. Points. I'm like, he just he will not commit to another HBO show. He made so. a whole rant video just because Two. Westworld had. Well, I mean, I'm talking oh. about the Westworld one. You made a whole oh, rant yeah. video because Westworld had a Game of Thrones Easter egg. Because the dragon, they put Drogon in freaking Westworld, and I was pissed. I remember that. The the I rage of Larry pissed. was like, I think that was like Larry on Twitter was just like, <laughs> just like how dare you? <laughs> Well, especially Dan and Dave sitting there. I was like, what the hell are you two? Get away from him, first of all. Um, Remember when they took him out of doing a panel? That too. Yeah. Oh, at Comic-Con? Yo, it was crazy. When when we went and I was like, (laughs) yo, the Game of Thrones panel is about to be here. And then like four people came out and I said, oh. And they they left those poor actors go on that stage and they dipped out like that. Little did they know, we were like, nah, the actors did their job and we're actually good. You two are the only two we like are pissed at. Well, because okay, the panel starts and it's like Maisie Williams, someone else, someone else, and someone else. And first of all, they came out, they okay, so there was one side who came out, they came out and they were cheering. And then the other side was booing. And I, oh, oh, God. I said, this is not going to go well. If this was me and Alex. Alex was so mad when we was, in the, we was in the audience at Hall H. He was like, oh, fuck. These guys are assholes. They're booing them. I'm like, bro, I, I know. And then Christina <laughs> Christina was like, good for, uh, good for this audience for booing them. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, they started speaking, and then there was some boos. I'm like, yo, thank God they don't be recording this Hall H stuff, because this is not a good look. And then somebody in the they, – they were like – they were doing Q&As, and then somebody in the crowd asked Maisie. The, the dude was like, did you think this, this season was horrible? What did you think? And she was just, like, stunned. And she didn't say anything, and she 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 was like, "I had a lot of fun filming it." And that was it, and I was like, "Oh, this was the most." I think awkward. the reactions, even though I didn't, I haven't seen any of that stuff. Like I've seen like the cast uh, when they've the reactions when they've been asked about what they thought about the season, and I thought those are hilarious because I think the funniest one I ever saw was Amelia Clark when she was yes. like, "Best season ever." <laughs> Seth Rogen roasted Game of Thrones. Be like the only one okay with it. Yeah. Well, oh god, I just can't. But uh... (laughs) (laughs) wait, wait, wait! Before we move on, do you do you guys remember that video of of Kit crying? (laughs) Oh yeah. Hannah, mute your mic or something. Hannah is a mess. Mute your mic. It's not, not we can't be doing this, man. Hannah's out here going crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> mute your mic. I'm muting your mic. Oh my god. Or to Harrington, whatever. 
Listen, I, I'm not. Oh, really <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just like tackling I, on air. Are you kidding me? Uh, I just wish I was friends with Manda when it was going down live because <laughs> we could I, have we could have both been on the rampage together. Uh, where well, was I'm Manda sure. when all this? I feel like I met Manda like really really late. She was just in Canada, chilling, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, we were just chilling. I think it was like recent. I don't even remember now. I think I, like, I think it was like last summer. Yeah, like, everything summer. happened last summer. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like I'm really savage during Oscar season, so oh. I'm, fair warning, guys. <laughs> Is like, Hannah back? Hannah, you alive? Yeah, I'm about to tweet my Game of Thrones tweet. Hannah gets savage too. Hannah, well, like Every we said day. last year, she was on the war path against Joker last year. She I, was super savage. True. Well, the way she felt about Joker was the way I felt about Hustlers getting any awards recognition. Oh my God, man! I've been saying, I've been saying, Hustlers is just the worst version of American Animals. Okay, I'm sorry. It is such a bad movie. Like, oh, and, my God. And, like oh, you, oh, you're saying that people, people saying that it should get a, a recognition as far yeah. as hustlers go. Yo, yeah. I was, I was baffled because I like me some hustlers. It was a great time in the theater. The guy next to me was a little weird. He looked like he was. I don't know. Listen, let me just stop. But listen, <laughs> it. I literally liked hustlers, but I was getting so infuriated every time I went on Twitter and said Jennifer and it said somebody was like Jennifer La- Jennifer Lopez better get like I was like, dude, why? I mean, it was good, but... What really pissed me off was the fact that there were people saying that Hustlers was better than Goodfellas and The Wolf of Wall Street, and then they were saying that Jennifer Lopez was better than Sharon Stone in Casino. And I was like... A, why are we comparing? Like, what I didn't understand was, like, just look at the film. If you want to criticize the film, go ahead, but just don't compare to those films. Like I just didn't understand why people were doing that. Yeah. And then like Jennifer Lopez did a full like Oscar campaign herself. And she was like so angry and stuff like that when she didn't get numb because Twitter was yeah. gassing her up. And I was like, bro, I was no. Like, no, they call, they constantly know. gas her up, you know, New Year's That's Eve, right. the inauguration. Right. You put some fur on on what's her face. You, I mean, it was fine. <laughs> there was a there was a funny tweet I forgot to share with you, Dwayne. It had to do with the PS Five. It was a tweet that was like nobody, and then what my my PS Five disc hard drive, and it was that one note that Jennifer Lopez hit at the inauguration. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, stop trying to show your quote unquote vote. Vocals, please I challenge. That <laughs> really needs to happen. I just couldn't. This is, so this is what happens, y'all. Okay, this is why I need people to stop like completely shaming, lip syncing, because this is what happens when you try to push people into singing live, who probably should be lip syncing. And Jennifer Lopez is that person. Like, let's just be very clear. She don't I mean, need to be singing live like that. Like, she can dance. She'll perform her ass off, but let her lip sync because now we're getting tortured constantly with her coming out here screeching to freaking dream on. Was, Who, oh my God. Who on her team let her go out there and literally sing dream on? Who <laughs> let her do that? That is, they need to be thrown into jail because that <laughs> jail is horrifying. Like, let her go out there and think she was doing something. Dear God, it was my God. I can't. I was in a trance when that was happening. I was watching (laughs) it. I'm like, 
I couldn't look away or change the chat, maybe because I was drunk, but I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. Because even, I think she did a video during, I think, uh, quarantine, like last year, and she sang like a Barbara Streisand song, and I'm like, girl. girl. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Like, yeah, I'm like, you can't hit those notes either. No. So it was, yeah, I was in shock. I'm like, girl, can you just sing Jenny for the block, like yeah. from the block for us? Jenny like, from the block. No. <laughs> That's classic and, right there. And listen, yeah. I, I stand Britney Spears. If Britney was like, let me go ahead and sing some Aerosmith, I would tackle her to the ground. I would live, <laughs> I would live through it. Step on I hear that you. stage. You yeah, hear me? I, hear I love you, girl, and I'm not going to let you do this to yourself. No. I hear, I hear you. That's what Jennifer Lopez's team needed to do. No. No. No, your limits. Instead, uh, instead she split across the floor. Yeah, well, and, and instead, uh, she was doing some there, and apparently her team told her she sounded so good on Dream On that she came out to that inauguration and tried it again. And I'm like, oh, girl. Oh, Jennifer and like Lady Gaga is just sitting there. Lady Gaga looked like she was in the Hunger Games. I loved it. I actually I loved her look. Now I want her to be a Star Wars villain. That yes. too. Oh, the cape. The cape was like bring, bring, cape, bring me, lady, bring me Madonna. Yeah. Bring me Madonna. I want her. To, I literally want her to be. I literally want her to be a Star Wars villain. So I have a okay. Speaking of Jennifer Lopez, and we talked about award season last year, I have a question for everybody that I want to pose in general. So I've noticed the Academy when it comes to minorities. With Black talent, they are more willing to nominate and occasionally, very rarely occasionally, award front-of-the-camera talent. However, they will not award Black directors or writers. Like, never a director. None have won. And very rarely a writer. When it comes to Asian and Latinx representation, they have awarded Best Director to both of those groups. However, they've never won for lead actor or actress and hardly ever been nominated. Why do you think it is that they're willing to accept Black talent in front of the camera but not behind and then vice versa for the other minorities? That's a great question, Larry. Yeah, good question. That's a loaded question. Amanda! I'm trying to figure out when you thought about this question. I mean, I've been thinking about it, but... I love it. It's a great question. Imagine Larry just came up with that on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Open your journalist, please. What is this tweet that you just retweeted about Ben Affleck, Hannah? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I gotta see it. I gotta see my boy. Ben Affleck is giving up on women unless X Anadarmus comes back after asking for another <laughs> I mean I mean I and I go and I go babe I think you should ask for <laughs> well <laughs> I mean wait wait wait, wait 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 what is this article he's giving up on women at the let me read you what he said he said Ben Affleck's giving up on women unless Anna de Armas comes back asking for another chance. And then I said, babe, I think you should ask for another chance. Oh, God. That made me die. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, go look at my Game of Thrones tweet. Let me see. Honestly, though, why would you want to have any woman besides Anna de Armas? You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's, leave him? that's the bar. Is that- Apparently, it was like mutual from what? Like, I don't know. Why would you look at yes. her? Nah. 
But he yep. has a cardboard cutout of her. Yeah, not anymore. That was just that was like quite literally the most intriguing part of their breakup. <laughs> just because it was Casey sure Affleck <laughs> doing it. It was the Casey Affleck. It was Casey Affleck that was throwing it away. <laughs> regarding regarding Larry's question, honestly, I think the the cat the academy is racist, but they don't want to they don't want to admit it. So sure. that's why all that's, yeah. why that's why all the movies that that get nominated are usually slave movies. So that's mm-hmm. why when I watched when I watched those those like those openings for um which for Ant- antebellum and those directors on the screen okay. were like we need oh these movies God. i know they wanted the academy to just look at them so bad because hey it's slaves and look you know what i mean yeah. and that's why lupita nyong'o got in for a slave movie but she did not get in for one of her best performances in us so i think that's that's just what it is most of those critics are still racist but they they want to they want to do a 2021 or 2020 thing and make it seem like that they're not so that's I, why I regarding that, yeah. like it like in front of camera talent like getting nominated and not like uh you know behind the camera talent i think that it's probably because they don't get as much backlash because you know outside of us like you know cinephiles we don't really uh you know pe- people who just watch like the oscars like uh i think a lot of people seem to forget that like casuals do like watch the oscars uh they don't really like care as much about like the technical awards and stuff like that like writing or directing and stuff like that they really only watch for acting most of the time most likely so they probably get less backlash um for you know not nominating or awarding you know minorities uh, behind the camera for like technical awards and stuff like that because it's not like as big of awards as like actress and actor I, I think some of it is what Dwayne just brought up too is the the black films that they like to award have heavily revolved around slavery and uh, oppression but they've been written and directed often by white talent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're going to nominate those actors like the pita Nyong'o or whoever and possibly award them though not in the main categories very often whereas latinx and asian films don't really center around an issue like that that white people feel guilty about <laughs> um so like you know parasite is a full-on asian film um mm-hmm. ang lee winning for brokeback mountain was a, a white film um guillermo del toro and all of them they don't direct social issues that revolve around their race really so they they award them they'll give them the director award whereas black directors i don't know they're still not seen as quite as valuable and also asian i don't know yeah i don't know it's weird to me i think it's weird too i also um i just think it's really strange how all that all that is really really much done and i think part of parasite and them voting parasite for best picture i think that that is their like I love Parasite, but I'm trying to look in the eye of an academy, an academy like voter. Part of me, when it won, although we was all excited, part of me felt like this was kind of a hey, forget about what I, what else happened in the past. This is the new Oscar. That's why if this year I see a fucking mink get, <laughs> um, get like win for best picture or something, Gary Oldman wins. Livid. I honestly think there's too much to choose from this year. And I think that's what's going to be the downfall because I, I, I've, I've seen like when there's not many films that are decent mm-hmm. in the best picture nominees, 
they kind of give it to the right movie. And then when it's like overstuffed with like a like three or four great best picture nominees, then that's where they um they kind of fumble the ball, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we were talking earlier about Daniel Kaluuya. My fear there also is that they're going to see three black male actors that arguably should be nominated in Delroy Lindo, Chadwick Boseman, and Daniel Kaluuya. And I'm scared they're going to funnel them into one, maybe two spots. Like, it'll be a, only one or two of these people can get in you know, at most. Yeah. And they're going to be battling it out for just these spots over here. Because let's be real, typically all minorities have to fight for one spot. Like, so <laughs> historically, we get one minority um, nominee per category tops. We, I, It's very rare to get more. In the, in the front of camera and obviously director and director includes women. We can lump women in with the racial minorities. Everybody's fighting for one little position. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, nom- they give like the one nomination to like a minority and then they're like, okay, that's enough diversity for the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did it. We well, said that, yeah, that's last year why Parasite, you know, behind the camera good, but we're not going to nominate any of these actors. Like, yeah, that's that's wild, exactly. it's so yeah. weird to me. Very, very strange. Because... It make sense. And that's probably a big part of why Farewell got mm-hmm. nothing. They're like, oh, we have Parasite here. Forget, you know, mm-hmm. Farewell kind of just got pushed to the side because we don't need two Asian films. We just need mm-hmm. the one. Mm-hmm. Also, we'll never get, I, I will never forget the uh, reaction in the theater when I watched Parasite the first time. Um, I just I think about that movie a lot. It's so great. That read that my theater for Parasite opening weekend and was was crowded and it was all races. It wasn't just the Asian um, community because when they when they are being represented, they will come out. It's the same with the black community. If they're feeling represented, they will come out. It's like when what happened with Black Panther, uh, then what happened with uh, Parasite. As far as the movie was getting so much praise. So my, I remember going to that to the theater on a Saturday, and it was just flooded. Like no seat was empty for Parasite, and I was I was baffled because I just didn't I just didn't I couldn't believe that a foreign film would bring this much of a this much this massive of an audience. So um, I just go back to that to watching that movie for the first time. And I just think it's so great. So I am glad that it won, but part of me feels like it's just the Academy trying I to think- throw a bone. It was a direct apology for Green Book. Like, also, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it was really I feel like each year answers the, the previous year exactly. for whatever reason. And I think that's a load of bullshit. I also <laughs> think that the people on the Academy do not watch the same films. And therefore, they can't nominate the ones that should be nominated. Because I feel like there are films that get nominated and they come out of left field every single year, like 1917. Where it, mm-hmm. everything was like quiet, and we kind of knew what was going to get nominated, and then right before the Globes, like everyone's like 1917, 1917, 1917. You're like, where did this come from? So it just yeah. didn't make it like, and it was a good film. Don't get me wrong. It's just the fact that like this came out of nowhere, and it's like winning awards all of a sudden. So I feel like they watch different films in the past. They've watched different films in the past, and that's why other other like indies don't make it in when they should. Yeah. What do we think is going to be like the indie surprise best original screenplay? I feel like original screenplay always has one slot that gets taken by a completely random film that doesn't get nominated anywhere else. Antebellum. 
Oh, oh God. I, I would die. I, I think it's going to be Sound of Metal. I'm kidding about Anthem, oh. by the way. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be Don't, don't cancel me. First cow. <laughs> Here's, here's my thing about Never Really Sometimes is that it just, it, it's just, it's nowhere right now as far as like, you know what I mean? Like when it had, when it came out in Sundance and I think that has to do with the pandemic really taking all the, a lot of these indies out of the, of the talk of like the, the picture. early ones, especially. Yeah. Like Sundance, it was like, okay, I saw it and I, and I loved it. And the talk around Sundance for the movie was crazy, but then the movie comes out on a VOD. No one really talks about it that much. A few people are like, hey, make sure you guys don't forget about uh, Never Really, Sometimes, Always. It's a great film and all that stuff. So I think the cat, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Although I would love it if it did, but I don't think so because there's a monologue in that movie that's just really good. Um, and I would love to see something for her or something for the, for the script as well, but I, I don't see it, sadly. But like Hannah mentioned, First Reformed got in that one year. Didn't Ex Machina got in, right? For But that also won yeah. for, for another award. So it got a few, but Ex Machina got in. So I feel like every year there's always like a really random original screenplay that sneaks into the Academy that doesn't show up like anywhere else. So yeah, I'm trying to think I, of original screenplays. I mean, you got like the first remember. cow maybe has been getting some love in the critic categories like first reform got love in the critic categories and they got shut out at the oscars pretty much except that one um because sound of metal listen if <laughs> it will get nominated but i'm just saying now if it does not win the sound design award at the oscars oh just, it's gonna win just shut the category down yeah right? I, <laughs> but she's a tenant yeah you think i'm joking you guys think i'm joking come on I embrace it. I embrace the tenant. Tyler, I'll kill you. If Tenant wins Best Sound Design, I'm, I'm murdering Tyler. I'm saying it live here on air. Well, if it happens, there it is. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I just. Uh, Wait, now that I'm thinking about it with the Oscars, uh, there's always just a weird, like, movie that they throw in for best original screenplay like everyone will write out their like predictions and like we'll be like oh yeah there's like for no way that this movie's getting in for best original screenplay and then like they just throw it in like logan first reformed like. yeah see, logan that's what i'm talking about every yeah. single year there's a random one there's also a random cinematography nomination most every year too yeah. like out of the clear blue the lighthouse get it sneaking in freaking uh cold war sneaking into cinematography yeah. like well, usually, apparently, black and white. So, who knows? Maybe yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm and Marie. There Malcolem you Malcolm and Marie go. might get a cinematography now. Nah. <laughs> I hate directors so much sometimes. Can I know why you guys black and white. Mank and Malcolm and Marie get into cinematography. Knives Out for screenplay in 2020. Yeah, Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out. See? Every year, a random screenplay. By the way, <laughs> Never I fails. This is this is this is completely off topic. Um, can we stop gatekeeping movies, please? This please watch more movies things has to stop. Uh, yeah, they, they, they I, really I, I just got another I'm one. Scrolling on Twitter, I'm sorry. Seventeen. Yeah, I'm scrolling Twitter and I'm just like, can we stop this? Please watch more movies. Like, fuck. I I I run. I do a movie podcast and I love film. And I started wa- and I really started getting into movies in 2014. I'll be damned if you told me to watch more. I'm not a movie critic because I start. I didn't start in 1970 fucking eight. 
like a geek okay like <laughs> I, like, like it's so weird to me that 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 argument of please watch more movies i remember that happened when everyone was dropping their like top 20 movies of all time and like mine uh, sorry my sorry fucking godfather and and and, and titanic is not in my top <laughs> 20 movies like who cares okay sorry but just that's so no. frustrating i've seen like four tweets with that with that kind of saying it's so it's so infuriating oh my god that was like one of my like first big controversies on twitter was that one guy in my replies being like watch more movies when i posted my top 25 movies of all time so here's my potentially hot take on here is if you are if you are serious and you are actually a film critic you're not just a film fan on film twitter or really into the community i do think you need to have a background of film knowledge of so you need to go back and watch the classics i i i'm of that belief if you are writing about oh, I film agree. i think you need to go back and at, at the very least i see people doing it uh, they, they'll go back because i think there needs to be a point of reference i think i, I just think a lot of knowledge comes from mm-hmm. going back however if, if uh, a lot of the times they throw that at people who are just sharing their letterbox and a lot of people aren't so weird. <laughs> getting paid to be film critics and are just fans and they like being a part of the film community and they love movies that's different to me so those mm-hmm. like they they are still film lovers they are still movie fans and even yeah. though you said you started in 2014 Dwayne I mean you've seen the, you've seen a lot of the classics you know what i mean of course like, i did of course yeah right See, that's what I, mean. I think there's a difference between like educating yeah. yourself and then like you those movies don't have to be your favorite movies no like no, no, you no. can be educated and not love like you know fucking citizen kane and like shit like that like yeah. It doesn't have to be one of your favorite movies. <laughs> like, like, like that's that's true. I'm like, true. my God. We, we watched it once and have never yeah, felt right. the need to go back so and watch it again. And like you have can like have watched the classics, but like that doesn't necessarily yes. mean they're gonna yeah, be your favorite. Exactly, movies. exactly. Yeah. Like I've been so disappointed with classics. I was forced to watch Citizen Kane <laughs> on four separate occasions. <laughs> it's literally Citizen Kane, and they're like, you have to watch it because it's yeah. cinematic excellence and blah blah blah. Four oh, times. Because I went to film school. I'm just like sitting here like, but I've already watched it in my lecture last year. What's the difference of me watching it this year? I don't understand. I still fell asleep twice. (laughs) I I just don't get it. Like when they say that the class, like classics have to be on your list. It's like, no, they don't. No. Because sometimes they disappoint you, man. They really do. And that's the difference. Also, if you're a, if you're a professor, you, I feel like you need to have a purpose for people to be watching these films. So you need to, uh, exactly, with Citizen Kane, you need to talk about, okay, I need you to pay attention to things in the script because this is what you're going to write about, or I need you to pay attention to this particular thing as we're going through it if you're going to have people watching these movies. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, and yes, there's a difference between, I've seen the films, I understand, I understand where film has come and how it's evolved and why current cinema is the way it is through the history of film and then saying but these are my favorite so i think that's the next thing classics don't need to be everyone's favorite period even even film critics everybody it doesn't matter if somebody's favorite is a superhero movie it is what it is and that doesn't 
that doesn't negate their validity as a critic, y'all. Hey, man, BVS is in my top 20 list. Yeah. Like, just, you see what oh, I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> okay, we can make an exception, Amanda. You, you had me. You had, you had me. <laughs> well, we can invalidate that. No. <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, tear everything up. Never mind. <laughs> I just think um, I think no matter what movie you have, if you do have a BVS in your top twenty, if you're like Hannah and you have like a chapter two, really it's okay. Listen, I I have like five horror movies, like The Conjuring and like Scream in my top twenty of all time. I, I don't give a shit if you think yeah. I because I don't have because I don't have I don't know a Casablanca in here then like I, I'm not qualified to talk about movies. I just think that's really, really strange. I, I just honestly, think... who loves Citizen King? Like I have to know. Right. David, David, David Fincher. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I mean, I know there are people who do really like it, but I'm just like, again, uh, there's also people, there's a difference between appreciating what a film did and actually liking it. So <laughs> Exactly. And I think that's what gets so like, like misconstrued on Twitter. Yeah. It's like I can appreciate the film. Like for example, I personally did not like 1917 whatsoever, oh. but yeah. I didn't like it, and I got shit on left, right, and center the entire season <laughs> because well. I'm like, you know what? I just didn't like it. But as you know, the technical aspects with Sam Mendes did, I completely respected that. The score was amazing. I really loved it. I was like, I would listen to it, um, but I just didn't like the film. But people just like you, they say like you automatically hate it. It's like, no, it's the fact that like I'm allowed to criticize something and just not like it. I don't have to love it and talk about it 24 7. You know what I mean? I said this on Twitter. It's like Twitter thinks that yelling at you is going to like make you like the movie. I'm like, no, like I didn't like it before you started yelling at me and I still don't like it now. Sorry. Yeah. It's true. Or, or like, or like when Hannah and I get into our Hannah and I get into our into our Steiner rants, and I'm like, I'm not feeling it, and then I get like a message from Twitter, like, well, why are you even? What's the point of not liking it, bro? Listen, man, dude, I'm just not the one for this. All right, I'm not gonna come back and forth with these kind of statements and stuff like that. There's like so many times where I'll where I'll tweet something and then it'll start to pop off and then I'll get like a tweet about some some geek who's like who has like an avatar of like a TV show as his profile picture and then we'll we'll say like, oh you don't get it or you're not watching enough or you're not doing enough or how are you qualified to talk about this certain thing. And I think we should stop doing that. Because listen, Dunkirk is like is like fine. So yeah. take, it back. take it back right now. We're shutting down the show. Goodbye. Uh, also, so let's segue that. Can we just talk about how trash Hannah's Nolan ranking is? Oh, God. This again. Okay, I'm tired of talking about it. Honestly, at this point, I'm tired of <laughs> talking kidding, about it. Hannah, sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. You're just kidding. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. That's just trash. Like, who, what do you mean? <laughs> she hurt me with Interstellar. That's all I'm going to wow. say. Oh, Listen, oh my that's what I agreed with her on was Interstellar. Yeah, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of space movies, okay? I just, I've nev- it's never been my thing. I'm sorry. The one yeah, thing no. Hannah got right was Interstellar, okay? Yeah. You know what? You know what, Larry? I'm done. I'm done. Pennywise. Pennywise is literally an alien. What do you mean you're not a fan of space movies? Fucking it chapter two or it doesn't take place in space. Like I'm all for like alien movies. Like I love like alien, but like fucking 
if it takes place in space and it's just like people being like, oh, I'm sad, then I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna like it. Like Ad Astra and Interstellar, like our first man. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Dunkirk <laughs> over Inception. I just feel like we should yeah, talk about it. Oh, yeah, we just gotta talk about this. My defense with that is that I feel in Inception's length uh, sometimes while I'm watching it. Like I oh. can't like. That's it, fair. It's not paced as That's well fair. as like Dunkirk, <laughs> like something like, I can watch and it's like it's gonna go by very fast. But it, it, it's like two hours and thirty minutes, and it feels like three hours. So I, hear, I, hear, I, hear. I, I just love, yeah, I just love Amanda's like blatant response. That's fair. <laughs> you know why? You want to know? Because I did my fighting like five years ago. I've always like I I was really bad on Twitter. Like I was so bad on Twitter. Amanda. I would fight all the time. And now I'm like, if someone doesn't like anything, I'm like, that's fair. That's great. Like, I agree. I can't anymore. I can't. Like, I would get riled up. Like, I'm happy you guys did not know me because I would fight. (laughs) I swear to God, it was bad. Like, I had to, like, mute people. I blocked people. It was not a good time. Well, I also think, I don't know, it depends. Because I'm trying to think about Twitter from five years ago. When was that? BBS and all those other movies? Yes. Yeah. It seemed like a more, like, divisive time on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's when, like, BBS, Suicide Squad. It's like, always arguing on Twitter these days. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Twitter is going crazy. And I'm like, okay, all right, listen. This year, I'm like, all right, you know, what's going to be divisive? Wonder Woman 1984? Ah, of course not. Wonder Woman yeah. Or Malcolm and Marie's not even out yet. Promising young woman. This is a lot. I'm like, damn, this is everything. Everything is like divisive, like crazy on Twitter right now. Before say, it was like a movie, know. and then that's it. Okay, people, here's the other thing though. If you <laughs> if you don't have like a knowledge of film, <laughs> don't come for people. Don't yeah. Oh my god, I hate I yeah. hate when people try to argue and like they don't have an argument. Like the thing with me and Dwayne is, is like I know whenever I start arguing with him, I have a good argument. I have like an argument that I'm like proud to stand behind. I hate when people try and argue with me on Twitter and I'm like they just don't have an argument at all. I'm like, so why'd you start it? Well, like <laughs> yeah, we were just talking. Like so, I made that tweet about age gaps in male versus female romantic leads being an overall problem that should be spoken about. You know past Malcolm Emery like that that film had a bunch of racist undertones to people attacking it that set it into a different category but people think a defense is well what about these million other films that had it and I'm like yes that's the problem is the million films that have 50 year old men and 25 year old female love interests without it being a part of anything like it's not a commentary it's nothing it just is what it is and if you don't, I guess, if you don't understand how that has played into the misogyny of the film industry at large ever since its inception, and then you come on and attack me, I'm like, bruh, listen. <laughs> I'm not talking about one film. I'm talking about all of film history, and it is a big problem that we need to address still. Like, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, true. I am. Uh... It's uh, as far as age, the age thing goes, yeah. It's 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 just it's 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 a it's a hit or miss for me because I some of these actresses are like be like of age, but it is kind of strange to watch like a twenty something year old. Well, it's not even about that. It's more of the sentiment of it's perpetuating the idea that you know women aren't of you know any value once they get older. 
Like, yeah, yeah, it's that thing. It's not the, it's less, well, the, you know, the age thing still is, like, problematic, like, just in and of itself of, like, you know, um, these having these, like, huge age gaps in, like, movies and stuff like that. But it's more of the narrative of, you know, women aren't valuable when they, you know, get past the age of, like, 30. Yeah. And, and, and Hollywood, up until recently, pretty much pushed women out of the industry, period. Like, you were no longer a leading lady if you were 30 years old. You were now either a mom or you're done. So, I mean, we've gotten better. And we have, you know, thanks to people like Meryl Streep and Glenn Close and Julianne Moore, Viola Davis, these actresses really coming and pushing more heavily. But, you know, they're still, I mean, it's, it's still a problem. So, <laughs> but it's rooted in a history of misogyny that maybe people don't know about. I don't know, but then don't come for me. <laughs> if you don't know about it, don't come for me. <laughs> That's just also it, it's also my issue too with it when it comes to um what did I want to quote Hannah said something on Twitter I think it was today about ensembles right about women in ensemble movies oh yeah what what did you say again I, I don't said remember that you know men will like go red in the face yelling about a female a feminist agenda when you know females do lead a film. Um, but then, you know, we look back at the hundreds of, like, male-led films, and it's like, there's no such talk of, like, a male agenda. Yeah, and I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. And one of the movies that I, that I, that I, I, because me personally, as a, as a, someone who, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm some screenwriter, because I, I like, I like to write scripts, okay? I am some, it was one time where I wrote a script about a character and I had someone proofread it. This was a few years ago. And he said, dude, this is like, you got to pick which side. I was like, what are you talking about? Because I was a superhero group and there was three men and and three women. And he was like, bro, uh, listen, a lot of audiences want more guys. I said, dude, what? I was like, what are you talking about? That's weird. And then I was like, you're a geek. And then I see a lot of movies and I'm really tired of the trope of the one female in an action movie. I think it's so tired and I still haven't seen the gentleman, but when I saw those like posters and I'm like, this well, oh, this doing the thing again, where there's 85 dudes who was in the group, but then there's that one girl. I'm bored with this. I just get really, really bored with, with stuff like that. And I think we have to do better when it comes to just doing stuff like that. And and Endgame, right? Endgame, you have the movie played out, right? And then you have Black Widow die. So when we go back to when we go back to the to the to the like the regular, like outside of the multi or whatever they were in, the quantum realm, when we go back to that that scene where they're mourning her. I'm like, there's like ten dudes here. Where's Nebula? Like, what? What's going on here? It was like, and I and I feel like that's why that's where a lot of these movies just lose me when it comes to stuff like that because it's just so weird. Like Captain Marvel didn't have to be off world or whatever. You could have fit her in, into the storyline because you already got eighty other people here. You could have fit a, a a Koye into the storyline or something like that. We literally just had Nebula and Black Widow, and then that's and then one of them died. Sorry. And it's just really, really weird to me. So I think we should stop that trope. But I just wanted to bring up a history. Well, I miss it. Black women, 
women have also been like again if you're not a straight white male you're a token of a group so it's either it's the one woman you have one minority maybe you'll have like some gay best friend off to the side to make people laugh like if it's a big ensemble there'll just be one you know and that's it and majority straight white dudes with an outlier here or there on the team just because you know hey tokenism and it still goes on like you just said end game I know that's why that moment didn't ring true for me. I know, and I I never argued it because if it did make you feel empowered, that's great. I didn't do it. Yeah, Mm. I didn't think because, oh, they're pushing female agenda. It just, I was like, Marvel, nice try. You didn't earn this, but uh, that (laughs) was my understanding. 100%, but like watching it, it did. No, that's what I said. It got me emotionally as a woman. If it impacted, that's why I said I did not argue at all. I let, if it empowered, if if it made you feel empowered, that is great. For me, I looked at it and was like, uh, you you tried it, Marvel, because you did not earn this moment at all. Seeing as this film, or, or sorry, actually, Infinity War, Gamora, it, her entire story revolves around her being a girlfriend and a daughter. Her entire story revolves around her relationship to men. Ugh. Oh, sorry, that really frustrated. And I just felt like, just do it. If you're gonna... Yeah. And I know Feige had his limitations back in the day, but bro, you cannot ask me to care about black a Black Widow movie when you just killed her and yeah. she's this, she's waiting like 23 movies for her own film. And like, all the delays. Doing these I, I understand the argument of like you just killed her so like i don't care but like the waiting for like 23 films to get her own film i don't think that's i think there's other outliers in her not getting her well it's been proven that there was other outlier outliers in her not getting her own film the other uh what's her name perlmutter he very yeah, much was right. like putting an I end to that conversation completely so there was no <sighs> way for her to get her own film i know he had his limitations but me as a fan you just cannot have you cannot expect me to care about a black widow movie after all of this that's been happening especially especially bro the russo brothers they kept going like oh she she doesn't have a fucking funeral scene because she's getting her own movie what the fuck are you talking about? You, you couldn't just throw her in, in like as a part of that of that funeral scene with Tony Stark. It's like it's like she died and then we just moved on and it was so weird to me. I mean, are we really like we know the Russos don't care about their female characters? Like they have not. never and even in like Winter Soldier, it's like they tried to like make Black Widow, you know, a good character and the whole time she's just servicing Cap and never like, you know, on her own or like, you know, doing anything that's uh independent you know so yeah i don't like it mm-hmm. black widow movie when's that ever gonna happen now <laughs> my Honestly, at this point like just drop it i just want them to drop it because it also takes place between two other films and it's not taking place now so it just defeats the purpose of like postponing it again well, yeah, I agree. I think it's time. I don't at this point, anymore. yeah. I mean, I think the interest is waning as the well, I mean, delay happens. We got to this yeah. point with Wonder Woman, and we're here with Black Widow. Like, no, but I'm saying Wonder Woman. At least it's at least it's done now. You know what I mean? Like, at well, least no, it's that's what I'm But people, right, yeah. once, once we finally got there, nobody was upset that it was going to HBO Max because everyone's like, fi- finally, just yeah, drop right. it, just get it, give it yeah, to us. I think Black, I think Wonder Woman was delayed longer than Black Widow has been though. I know, Wonder Woman was just... like delayed way before the pandemic even hit. So, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> yeah, it's around true. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was supposed to come out. I remember they delayed it into 2020. 
and then it got that delay when the pandemic started. But yeah. my thing with my thing with my thing with that is is that I've known about this Black Widow movie since 2019, mid well, we all have since early Endgame 2019, and I just think Wonder Woman was like close to that fine line of like, bro, if you delay it again, I'm just I don't care. I, I don't give a shit when whatever when you release it, Black Widow. I get reminded about Black Widow when it comes to the, the delay news. Like I could, it completely misses my mind and skips and skips. Or like I'm, I'm worried about so many other movies, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Black Widow got delayed again, and I'm like, bro, just delete. De- I mean, just release it. Just I mean, delete, delete it. it. Just delete it. And never, never mind. Delete from the hard drive. Just change our mind. Never mind. No Black Widow movie. Sorry. By the way, do you guys know about this? Um, like a Batman movie. I just showed the tweet about it. What? Yeah, yeah, like a Batman know. movie, 2024 is when it's slated. <laughs> Can Leica finally have a hit, please? <laughs> oh my god, please. That's I please. But like like I said, we're going to have a hit whether we like <laughs> people like it or not. I, I know we're sick of Batman movies or whatever, but if it gets Leica into <laughs> the property, I say yes, then yes. Give I'm them intrigued. all of the properties, please. <laughs> I'm intrigued though, just to see their style of art, their art style, but with Batman. Can you imagine how like how gorgeously like scary and like creepy and ah! oh my god, it's gonna look so good! Oh my god, it's gonna have another joke. It's gonna have another Joker in it, isn't it? How do you feel about it, Amanda? I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) You and Laura are obviously like the Leica fans. (laughs) I do, like, animation. I, do like I do like Leica. I just am curious about Batman. Did did they do Missing Link? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I really like on the two strings. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I love both of those. So yeah. Well, like it's like a Batman movie. Here's here. I'll be honest. He's my favorite superhero. I'm just tired of Batman. I think we. I think we I have know. to like. Leica's the exception. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> anything so anything I can do to get Leica to earn money on one of their yeah. films, I I support it. 100%. This was their. This was their. I just, I just like, if it's if it's like not if it's we're just all we hear about at least to be is like joker and batman and i'm like bro can oh, we i like... really i really hope they do some of his creepier uh yeah that's what, I mean. that's what i mean like I, they could do so oh, many cool things if they do like scarecrow and penguin oh my god it's gonna be Joker, like it always is. No, no. no like, when has Leica ever not. like conformed to like popularity? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> it's gonna be Joker. I don't understand. Why. It could be oh, both, so maybe. Fuck. Listen, that Nike money is not gonna hold Leica up forever. So I need, yeah. <laughs> I need them to turn a profit, please. It's not for a couple of years though. I think you're. And Travis Knight turned down Uncharted, so. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, Uncharted, man, that was another one. And they gave Bumblebee to another director. Yeah, just just thank God we have we have Nike supporting. (laughs) Otherwise, it would have been. (laughs) This is the one time I support. I mean, the the business practice was also a little bit shady to get like it to where it is, but they're producing such great films that you know maybe no complaints. (laughs) I did like Missing Link. Say so. Me too, and everybody else didn't like it, but I like. I like Missing Link too. Did you watch? Did you watch Kubo, Dwayne? Of course, I watch Kubo. Are you kidding me? I never know with you in animation, Dwayne. Like you, you randomly (laughs) will watch animated films and randomly skip them. So I never know. It it took you so long to watch Spies in Disguise after me and Larry telling you. That's why when it came out, I was like, "Fuck, I don't care about." He has never watched the Guardian. The Guardian made Kubo two stars. What the fuck? What? 
What did you say, Larry? Don't be talking more shit, Larry. What you talking well, I, about? I said you are questioning me about me questioning you on animation when you haven't watched <laughs> Frozen, the biggest animated film what? of the past decade. Oh, oh my uh, remember, remember when in the group chat, Larry and I got into a legit argument because he was trying to tell me that it's the biggest film. I'm like, Larry, no, it's not. And he was like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, bro, it's because of the song. And he was like, no. The biggest no. animated film of like all time. Well, it, was, all time. it was all time until Frozen 2 beat it yeah so, and then Actually, technically the line i did watch frozen like i just watched it late i just don't care I about you didn't frozen. watch it at all i thought you didn't No, get i did I, I i wanted to do a double feature when the movie came out but i did i actually was forced to watch frozen because my little my my cousin's like daughter was like let's watch it i was like bro nah and then she was in she was like really wanted to watch Let it, it and, I watched it. and then frozen 2 was like i so yeah, I don't care about Frozen. I like Frozen Two more than the first one. Me too. <laughs> I like. I, like the I, I love Frozen Two a little bit more. I love animated films with no villain, like just Me characters too. kind of like vibing and building relationships, and like I love that. Like that's why I love Wreck Ralph Two so much. Also, like Lost, Chef's Lost, Lost, Lost in the Woods was a bop from Frozen no, Two. I mean, Wreck Ralph right. Two. I thought Gal Gadot was so bad. Not Gal Gadot and again. She- she was just voice I thought she was fine. She was fine, Dwayne. I actually remember it going back to my review. I did say that. I said I thought her voice performance was trash. I need you to give me the stone. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't remember What's her your favorite animated film, that? Amanda. My favorite animated film yeah. is The Aristocats. Oh my and then, Ooh. yeah, I love Marie. She's my okay. little, she's Aww. my sassy princess. I adore her. I learned everything from her. I love her. And um, I love Oliver and Company. You are just, you are the the underappreciated Disney queen, huh? Yeah, and then I love Tangled. I I haven't watched Oliver and Company in a hot minute. This is fun. What's everyone's favorite animated film? (laughs) (laughs) The Spider-Verse and Toy Story. Fair. Yeah, mine, mine would probably be either the original Toy Story or the first Aladdin film. Uh, Or Beauty Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, yeah, and the Beast is like one of Larry's like all time favorites. <laughs> like, yeah, it's up there. Oh, yeah, I love that one too. I love and then, that. One. And then um, the Incredibles. That's why I fucking hate the Incredibles too. I hate it so much. Oh, really? I, I fucking hate the Incredibles too. I was so ask Alex. I left that theater so angry because I was like, bro, you you let you made me wait like a kajillion years for that, and you got I I, I did not like Incredibles too at all. No. By the way, Rick Ralph is my favorite animated film. I love Rick Ralph. Yeah, I love that. It's my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I mean, I love Wreck-It Ralph, so I'm good with that. It's so cute. I think it's one of the better written, like, Disney animated films. (laughs) Okay, so outside of uh, now, Dwayne already answered his, so non-Pixar or Disney, go. Spider-Verse, period, that's it. Oh, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, Shrek. Shrek, okay. Shrek's a good one. Shark Tale. I know everyone hates Shark Tale, but I love Shark Tale. Mark Scorsese's best. Exactly. (laughs) Spider Verse, and that's it. Tyler, what's yours? Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, you know, Shrek would be a good one, or I guess maybe uh, some of the Studio Ghibli films if we're going animated. I mean, maybe maybe uh, Spirited Away. That's a good one. Ooh, Spirited Away is good. Yeah, I think mine is How to Train Your Dragon. Frankenweenie or How to Train Your Dragon. I love Frankenweenie. I like Frankenweenie. Mine is either My Neighbor Totoro or 
uh, that one. I just said how to train your dragon. Spirited away, man. I, I like Spirited away is good. No. Um, what was that movie too? I also, I, I, I think I really like your name as well. Oh yeah, your name is Yeah, I saw that in theaters. Like the so Academy should have been shamed to the absolute devil for not nominating your name for best animated feature. Wasn't like the Boss Baby that year that <laughs> I was like, bro, the Lego movie not being like eligible for best animated feature is so annoying that too. too. That, that was I was gonna say that was the year both your name and the Lego movie were not nominated. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Hero 6 won. And I'm sorry, I like Big Hero 6, but the fact that it beat How to Train Your Dragon 2, I will never forget. Hannah but, only oh likes God, your name you. because it has Call Me By Your Name in it, the title. Thank you very Shut much. Up. I'm, I'm trying to talk about how Brave beat Wreck-It Ralph well, for Best is, Animated that Film. That is absolutely vile as well. Brave. Oh man. my God, it makes me sick to my stomach. One of the worst. <laughs> Tangled wasn't said, even Tangled not worst. even being it nominated. Is. Brave is one of the worst film. Pixar films. I I would I would Brave <laughs> is, yeah. It's like bottom two Pixar. I mean, on everyone's list, I think. Uh, is there anyone who has Brave up high on no, their Pixar it's, ranking? It's like, That's what I'm saying. Bug Life, Brave, Cars 2. Oh my god, I forgot about Hotel Transylvania. On yeah. No, no, listen, Dwayne, Dwayne, Amanda, yeah. Quiet, nope. Amanda, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not in the bottom tier, Amanda. That's what you think. It's yeah. very. It, it was pretty much smack dab in the middle of my ranking, so it's not top that's tier. It's smack middle, dab in the middle. Well, it's onward, sure. onward, right? Yeah, onward was like twelve or thirteen on my Pixar. All I'm saying is that Alex had to wake yeah. me up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> Alex, Alex, when it's a long day at work and I meet Alex for a movie, sometimes he has to nudge me a little bit. And unless the movie's really grabbing me, I'm telling you right now, onward. When they got to the fucking like highway, I said, "Fuck, man, I'm out of here." And I dozed off. I'm sorry, Larry. What you want me to do? Miss. It's okay, Amanda. I I didn't want to say it because you were giving such a heartfelt, like, beautiful reasoning and speech, but I hate the Aristocats. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what, a, what a bully. What a bully. Like, the, the, Arist oh, the Aristocats is, like, bottom-tier Disney for me. Oliver and Company's, Oliver and Company's fun. Um, both of them have one great song each. Um, even Aristocats has a great song, but I can't with that movie. Oh my god, it broke my heart. <laughs> Manta just coming out with all these weird choices. Shark Tale. I, you know I wouldn't expect I Oliver like, and Company. Yeah, because like no one really talks about it. And I, honestly, I've noticed that my movie taste is like all underappreciated films like, sometimes. Like Billy Joel's in that. Well, yeah. yeah. I his, song, yeah his song. That was song great. was amazing. Bette Midler as the poodle. <laughs> my god, she was amazing. Oliver so Twist with dogs and cats. I love I'm, also, it. I'm also a big fan of uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I think that's, I think that's that a good, good. The first I love Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs so much. Of course There's you do, Hannah. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, Florida Miller, I mean. Yeah, I was like, of course, Hannah. <laughs> oh, my God. Lord Still and haters, Miller. like the like guy who mm -hmm. voices uh, Do y'all know how many times I have to hear Lord Miller on the live show? Tyler knows. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a big Lord and Miller fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hey, what? Somebody would ask a question. What director do you want to see direct so-and-so? And I'm sorry, like, just for, for everything. I'm sorry. Like, listen, I know I said this a thousand times, but Lord Miller literally would kill. And I'm like, yeah, if I start the sentence with, I know I've said this a thousand times, you already <laughs> know what you're getting. 
I'm just thinking some mess. Oh, Listen, I think I'm gonna wrap this up because it's getting late and I'm tired. Right. <laughs> we we said we were gonna go for an hour. <laughs> we did. Never I'm, not like, I'm not trying to be like Ryan with these eight hour streams. I love you, Ryan, but it ain't happening. So that being said, everyone, thank you, thank you for listening. If you listen this far, good for you. I my, appreciate my man. Yeah. We've had longer bonfires. We have. I think our I think our longest one was like two hours and a lot of minutes. So um all right. That being said, thank you guys for joining us. I'll go around, give everyone social media. So let's start with Tyler. Uh YouTube, Tyler Calvert, and Twitter and Instagram at it's Tyler Calvert. And Larry. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. And Manda. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at AMXNDA Reviews. And you can find me on YouTube at Candid Cinema. And Hannah, I guess. <laughs> at, at Movies and Cats on Twitter. By the way, our longest bon- bonfire was the first one, clocking in at two hours and 31 minutes. We still oh, got wow. time. We'll do it. So <laughs> Snyder, got, Snyder Carter got nothing on us. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right everyone you can follow me there, but it's just us watching this oh my god should we do that live commentary no. hours of the Snyder so funny my god no i'm not advocating for this make I'm it happen really, like, someone gonna do it maybe what'd you say <laughs> like four hours of dealing with each other yeah, okay, that, that and the Snyder cut is that you know together <laughs> Hannah for four hours. I could barely take it like an hour with the live show. I can't do it. No. Larry and I are going to be at each other's throats. I <laughs> <laughs> can't do it at all. It'd be a disaster. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, Instagram Cinemaniac1994. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it. The guests are joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry, Tyler, Hannah, and Amanda. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.